everyone remain calm. Back for more, huh? Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. Somebody talk to me! What is happening? Welcome to Jurassic World. And now, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Jurassic Park Podcast. How long is it going to take for that to spread around the globe? This was all John Hammond's dream. Hold on to your butt. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 319th episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode, we're going to head out to that tower, boost the signal, and relay all the latest news and community topics in the Jurassic Wire. Now, if this is your first time listening to the Jurassic Wire, Aaron Beyer and I will tackle some of the most recent news and rumors surrounding the Jurassic franchise and, of course, this awesome community. So we really hope you like everything that we feature in the latest iteration of the Jurassic Wire. Now, as always, all debates and conversations in this segment are our own opinions and insights from things that we've seen in the news and around the community. Stay tuned to the beginning of the segment to hear everything that we're going to be discussing Whew, it's a long one. There's a lot of stuff in this episode, so uh, so sit down and relax because you got some time. Uh, now, before we get started, I'd like to take care of some quick business. So I don't remember if I actually said it on here or not, but I know I, I kind of announced it on the live streams. We will be doing live stream watch parties. We're going to be re-watching all the Jurassic films leading up to Jurassic World Dominion. So uh, if you're not, you know, uh, if you don't know anything about our, our live streams, we do those Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Usually I just talk about whatever Jurassic topics are, you know, are happening that week. But the, uh, through all of May and leading into June, we're going to be doing watch parties. So on, uh, let's see, it starts on May 4th. We're going to be watching Jurassic Park together. May 11th, The Lost World. May 18th, Jurassic Park 3. May 25th, Jurassic World. And then uh, June 1st, kicking off Jurassic June with Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And then uh, June 8th, this is the last one right before Jurassic World Dominion, which comes out uh, the 10th. And you could probably start seeing it on the 9th. Uh, so that Wednesday before, we're going to be watching Battle at Big Rock and the Jurassic World Dominion prologue. So I am very, very excited about this. This is going to be great. Uh, our rewatches, if you're unfamiliar, we basically uh, sit down together. I'll do like a little commentary and take some, you know, stuff from the chat and just talk about that. But also, you know, you're not going to be able to watch the movie on the stream. So you're going to have to hit play along with me and watch together. But uh, it's a lot of fun. We did them. You know, two years ago now when when the pandemic first started and we were all looking for things to do, uh, that was one of the things that we did was we watched through all the movies and a bunch of other things. But we wanted to get this rewatch done in order to go right into Jurassic World Dominion. So I am very, very excited about that. So starting May 4th, you can follow along with us. And uh, I am very, very excited. So be sure to join our live streams 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, every Wednesday, every Wednesday night. So... That is uh, the live stream news. And then we I also wanted to sit here and thank uh, Mattel and Barbasol. Both companies sent me product uh, this past week. Mattel was kind enough to send this amazing 
you know, uh, promotional box here full of Jurassic World Dominion toys and, and uh, the Hammond collection. So I am super, super appreciative of Mattel for sending that my way. Uh, we're getting reviews out there. We're, we're doing toy hunts, but I, I always appreciate when they send me these beautiful boxes. And this one is no different. It's got amazing artwork. I put up a video uh, with my son. We unboxed it together. And then I put up a few uh, different things. There's something up on TikTok, two or three th two things, I think, up on TikTok. And then also on uh, Instagram Reels as well. So go check those out. Um, but yes, I really appreciate that. And then, of course, Barbasol was kind enough to send me their latest products, uh, you know, their latest uh, shaving gels and creams and stuff like that. I am very excited about this because, you know, I've got one here that has a Dilophosaurus, uh, Blue and Beta, the T-Rex, got the pyroraptor i love that one but the best one of all is the rusted barbasol can it does have a jurassic world dominion logo on it but it is the rusted original barbasol can uh well you know it's the rusted rusted can that we're seeing maybe maybe potentially in jurassic world dominion we're definitely seeing it in camp cretaceous that's some big news um but i'm very interested in in this product and i think it's the best one and it makes me, it makes my brain start turning. Why? Why is it? Why do we have one for Jurassic World Dominion? If it's going to be in Camp Cretaceous, is it going to be in Dominion? So many questions. But again, thank you so much to Mattel and to Barbasol for sending those my way. Uh, and I also wanted to mention, head to our show notes. You'll find uh, Victoria Cant. I'm losing my voice here. Victoria Cantina's cocktail hour. Uh, Victoria was kind enough to invite me and a bunch of other people to join up in a chat. Uh, with you know other collectors there was Tim was there Nick Greg Dave um, and obviously Victoria we all were chatting about the release of all the Jurassic World Dominion toys after that street date talking about our favorite things our least favorite things just the the overall vibe and uh, the experience of collecting these things so that was so so much fun so please uh, go check out Victoria's video uh, it was a live stream we did it all live it was a lot a lot of fun so check out the show notes I will have that video in the notes there now uh real quickly over on our website uh tom put together a jurassic world camp cretaceous article so please go check out that and tom also wrote up a an article about dinosaurs are universal it's a uh an unofficial event happening at universal orlando june 9th 10 a.m you can ride velocicoaster river adventure you can meet blue explore those amber caves and of course all leading up to watching jurassic world dominion uh our good friends josh and emmy were kind enough to set up this unofficial fan event uh to have something to do out in orlando because universal hollywood always gets all the love um but this is going to be a lot of fun i wish i was down there for that uh, to meet up with a bunch of cool people um so yeah so go check out that article as well over on our YouTube, man, we've done so many things. It's it's pretty wild. Toy, we've got two toy hunts, the Isla Sorna capture pack review, a Triceraptor and a Soyano Santos review, the unboxing from Mattel. I had a live stream last week with Jarrett Courtney where we talked about Beyond the Gates, uh, that Sarah Harding figure, which is incredible. Thank you so much, Mattel. Um, and also the uh, Camp Cretaceous final season we talked about that as well this week we've got toy hunts we've got more reviews and more live streams so please check us out over on youtube and i know this was a very long-winded intro for a two and a half hour conversation uh with aaron so why don't we go ahead and get this episode kicked off with another installment of the jurassic wire
The debate over Isla Nublar rages on. They're taking no chances of repeat of the San Diego incident. I'm talking about man-made cataclysmic change. The U.S. Senate has convened a special committee to answer a grave moral question. Air One, clear for takeoff. Begin tracking. Go, go! Welcome, everybody, to the Jurassic Wire. I am Brad Jost, and my co-anchor for this program is... Uh, which side is he on? Aaron Beyer, if you're watching this on video, he's over there. Uh, the Jurassic Wire is a segment here on the Jurassic Park podcast where we discuss all the latest news on the Jurassic Saga and the latest conversations within the Jurassic community. Today, we're going to be discussing a whole wide assortment of things. We've got some follow-up. Uh, from last month. We've got Beyond the Gates out there. We've got Jurassic World Dominion toys releasing into the wild. Um, this one's a little old, but we got the runtime. I know that's been out there for a little bit now. We've got the Jurassic World Dominion featurette. Uh, some new images popped up recently. Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous Season 5 teaser trailer, uh, which is the final season. So there's a lot to talk about. We'll try to condense it all as much as possible. I am hyped up. But before all that, let's welcome in Aaron. Did you fix your camera? Is it all good? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm good. Dude, did I not tell you? I only have 45 minutes to record tonight. Oh, no! No, I'm just kidding. I have all night. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but that was a lot. Oh, that's a big, this is going to be a big episode. We're going to have to... I don't have all night. Well, luckily, I think some of these topics, we can kind of breeze through some of them. But again, this is The Wire, so yeah. that's not saying much. I don't know. I don't know how it'll do, go. We'll see. I do see. want to apologize. I do want to apologize to those out there. I'm very echoey today. Uh, I, I like literally just signed on this house yesterday, and for those who are watching the video, you can take a look. Like, like there's nothing here. There's there's my laptop. I'm like on a, I'm like on a, I'm like on a TV tray. Yeah, you're like there's eating food on, on a TV, TV tray. tray. <laughs> and there's a there's a modem in the corner of this of this room. All uh, you need. So very very echoey. Uh, in fact, I'm not even sleeping here yet, so that's how fresh. Amazing. Well, we, we have been the following... The continuing saga of, of <laughs> yeah. me moving. We have been following your journey for a long time, though, so it's it's a lot has transpired, and you're in a brand new place, and I think everybody can deal with it for a little bit. It's all right, you know? Just You've been putting episode. in the hard work. So, yeah, so we have a lot to talk about, but I want to follow up on uh, some things that I've or at least one thing that I've been following up, uh, you know, the past several episodes. So, <laughs> Camp Cretaceous, man. How's it going? How's that season four going for you? There's a new trailer for it. <laughs> I've seen the new trailer. You, uh, well, no. we'll, get, we'll, get to this, we'll get to the trailer in a little bit, but you still have like, not caught okay. up. <laughs> Here's my reason why. As much as I don't love Camp Cretaceous, it does deserve to be watched on a as big of a screen as you you can have it. Um, sure. And sure. The, the screens I've had access to are not like – oh, my gosh. I'm messing around with my camera. They're yeah. not really like big enough. Like I don't want to sit like on a 32-inch uh -huh. like computer monitor with like headphones. Like I want to like sit and enjoy it. So like that's – and I packed up my, my pod a month ago. And my TV's in there, so. Okay, okay. I mean. I will, what, it's, I will it's, watch it by the time season five comes out. <laughs> it's I can about to be May. 
It's about to be made. It's been out since December, so that's <clears throat> sorry. Uh, okay, it's okay. Um, but we'll get into the trailer um, at the very end of the show. So that was a little teaser for you. Um, so first off, I do want to dive into our first topic here, which is going to be beyond the gates. And uh, you know, there's there's been. Uh, a new every time we do this show there's been a new toy released on beyond the gates um and they've updated all the graphics and stuff it looks great um really showcasing here generation jurassic bringing uh bring the generations together uh, there's a lot of generational discussion here um and i don't know if it was bef <laughs> it might have been prior to or or like last month when maybe we didn't know what it was or i, I forget maybe we did talk about it before but it's basically a toy event, which is happening the week that this is coming out. So we don't really know what it's fully, fully going to be yet. But um, I didn't know. I don't know if you saw, but they're actually promoting uh, Generation Jurassic in Target. Like it, they've got the banner up. Like I this saw it on your Target image. If I've not seen it at my Targets, and I've been to like, yeah. I mean. I just got back to the States within the last three weeks. I've been to Target True. like every day since I've been here. Like, and I've gone to like three or four different ones. Because That's Target normal is a for us in is the a States. miracle store. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it really does is. everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, I found it weird, though, that they were promoting Generation Jurassic. Like they had that banner floating there in this, like the end cap. And I was just like, why is this here it's a an event that is like very closed off. It was like like minimal amount of people could get in to begin with. It was sold out within like a minute. Uh, you had to you know get your tickets a while back, and then you had to confirm those tickets apparently. So it's done. Like so, I don't know why they were promoting it. So it was interesting to me that that banner was floating there. But that's cool that they're at least showcasing what they're doing. I guess, but. It's going to I mean, be done. Is Generation you Jurassic, know. not just the event now. Is it is Generation Jurassic just another? thing to be thrown around like that phrase like yeah i don't I already know. feel like target has a bunch of like special things they've got i mean look at like if you scroll down on this i see you've got this they've got the dominion collection the legacy collection the hammond collection yeah. is this like just another like generation jurassic is just this like toy collectors in general i don't know like it's i have no idea i don't know what just another buzzword to, but you're right around. yeah it does feel like it, sh it should be more. And I think that's kind of what we talked about before. It feels like it should be something to use for something bigger yeah. than just this one event. So maybe, man, maybe it's more things in the future. Maybe it's like, um, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's their, it's their ongoing kind of like Hasbro has their like toy reveals for, um, you know, every now and then they do those big toy reveals for like star Wars stuff. Maybe this is something like that, that they can do every so often. Maybe. But uh, we had a great, another great video from Outpost again this week, and they were showing off the uh, Jurassic World Legacy Collection, Dr. Sarah Harding, and Stegosaurus figure pack, $39.99. Pre-orders have sold out already, so that is great. Fant I'm so happy, to be honest, that the pre-orders have sold out. You got yours? Did you get it? Hold on. I think I did. <laughs> Here's, here we go again. If you don't remember, we had some breaking I'm news last podcast i'm very bad at pre-orders <laughs> hold on guys hold on hold on hold on um but let me just say i'm very happy that the pre-orders have sold out hopefully aaron has got his um but uh I did. Pre okay Woo! all right safe 
but here's I'm the sure thing. She'll be in stores too. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure she'll be in stores because you know Roland has been in stores. Um, Hammond Collection is in stores, which those were also on. And the thing is, uh, well, I got the Roland one in the mail. Um, it was like a mm-hmm. Sunday. I got that, and I got that um, Explorer and T Rex Lego set in the mail the same day. And I got two of those Lego sets by mistake. I forgot to cancel one of them. My bad. Um, stuff happens all the time as a toy collector. <laughs> um, but uh, the the um, Roland set, you know, is in stores. But the Hammond collection, I actually found it in stores before it, you know, it shipped. And it is still, I don't know when it's shipping, but I canceled it already on mine. And I've canceled like several items. Um, what are you doing? I, I've canceled several items that I pre-ordered that I actually have picked up in stores. No, I need more Hammond collection. You Why haven't are you found canceling them in- Hammond collection? <laughs> no, but here's here's the thing. So I did find Raptors and Ian okay. Malcolm in stores, okay. but I've not seen the two bigger ones. Oh, in the okay. oh, I'm sorry. Well, it's too no, late no, no. now. It's totally fine. No, we're, I'm going to go through my toy extravaganza this week but i will say this i think the hammond collection is worth replacing previous uh versions of these species like and we'll talk about it later but yeah. i i think that these are going to be kind of like i mean i i think about from fallen kingdom i think i had like three baryonyx mm-hmm. if i can yeah. get if I can get two Baryonyx that are Hammond collection, I'm I'm putting two Fallen Kingdom Baryonyx on on eBay. Uh, okay, and not even yeah. like not even like aggressive eBay selling, just literally like for cost, you know, mm-hmm. cost plus shipping. For those that, I mean, when was the last time that Baryonyx was on shelves? That original one, right? Three oh, years I ago. Mean, yeah, it was a long time ago, and then they've yeah. subsequently come out with like nine other Baryonyx. Um, right. So I do have the Baryonyx right here, by the way. Um, I will say it seems like there have been some, uh, uh, QC control, you know, control issues here with the quality control issues on some of these Hammond collection figures like this one, my Baryonyx head is like loose. Oh, so that's like, that's a bummer. Um, oh, you got, okay. Oh, you have one. I'm like all, I'm all worried that like you didn't get anything yet, but you literally have one in your hands. I need more, and I can't find any more. Making me feel not bad. Okay, okay. I mean, all right, no, here. all right. Let's, I also let's, have, let's get this out of the I way. I also have one in the box here because Mattel let's, was kind enough to send me one. Um, oh, Mattel, you're great. No, I agree. The, there's QC. <laughs> so, like, if you look, sure. like, on mine, there's, like, white flecks of paint, like, that got splattered or something. Yeah. I, mean, I guess it gives it some I, I have, like, I like, have some maybe as well, yeah. The thing about the paint job is it's, like, it's not a perfect paint job. It's not like a, a totally realistic paint job. It's kind of like cool. I don't know. It's just like very. Uh, oh, I'm not complaining. Really. No, no, no. Like, I'm not I'm complaining just, either. It's just it goes from like gray to then straight a white color. There's no blending and then straight into that darker color. And, you know, there's no blending between any of these colors. And on my, on the tail, like the white line is just kind of like like lazily painted over it but like it's okay i'm I'm fine with it um it's just the quality control issues that you know of the the moving of the heads or you know i've seen other things um i think i well, think i saw we, somebody's arm pop off or um well yeah i guess kind of 
to- totally here, but we've so, got a, a few different things. Maybe we should finish up on this. Uh, let's Sarah finish Harding up Sarah Harding. I, uh, I ordered this. Um, what do you think of this thing overall? Well, I love Sarah and and the baby uh, Stego. Very cool. the The bigger one, I while it looks awesome, it you know it doesn't necessarily uh, resemble the 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 Stegosaurus from the film for me, but it does look pretty great. I feel like it is a cool paint job for me. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm so happy about Sarah and and the baby Stego mostly, and the box. I mean, uh, I don't know if that image is on here it's not on the website or at least it's not as part of the product page no it's not on the website but in the video you get the uh box which is a uh replica of the um the the big rv uh, at least half of it um so that's pretty awesome uh it's a very closed off box is that how we're gonna get the rv though i was wondering that i was wondering if like this is the like this is how we're getting it it's just cardboard (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure if that's going to be a replacement because I could see like, hey, this is the front half of the RV and then there's going to be another set, maybe another one of these um, legacy. Nick Van Owen Owen with Baby Rex. Like, yeah, in in June, there's another legacy collection item. It could be like another Lost World thing that is like the back half of the, the camper or something like that. It's possible, but... I was wondering the same thing. I'm like, I hope it doesn't like replace the possibility of a camper. Oh, there's there it is right there. You can actually see um, in that image there. So, I mean, it's yeah, very cool. Probably probably one of the coolest boxes that they have. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's it's interesting that it's like it's this. You can't really even see the toys all that much within this package. So that thing on the shelf. I mean, it's going to be a. A striking thing, but uh, interesting that they barely are revealing the toys within there. Uh, and I'm sure the other side probably is just, you know, a picture of what's Product inside. Info? Yeah, exactly. I don't think it's going to be the yeah. other side of the camper. You know, I don't think it's going to be more windows and ladders and things and wheels. Um, but hopefully I'm wrong. But um, that is so, so cool. So I, I'm I'm into this for sure. I really, really dig this thing. Um, and I'm, like I said, I'm really happy that it's sold out. That means that, like, you know, uh, toy collectors out there or just fans are 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 really excited for this character and for the lost you know, world. For the lost world, and also just like not not like I'm glad that that fans showed up for a female character. You know, there's so many fandoms out there that might think otherwise, and you know, we've heard some terrible conversations recently in toy collecting communities about like how you know nobody cares about female toys or characters and i'm like that is just totally bogus um we want all of these so i'm so glad that it's sold out which means that people care people want it that is very exciting i've not seen those conversations but i hate that because like Mm -hmm. oh yeah we've talked about it like a lot a bunch here because of lex and other characters i'm sorry the kenner the kenner collection for as vast as it was the kenner collection is incomplete like Mm -hmm. You don't have Hammond and you don't have Lex. Like you don't have an old man and you don't have a little girl. Like I get that those maybe were not the like primary demographic, like yeah. for kids, but like their characters in those movies and they're just as important as anybody else, right? Like you don't this, this whole idea of like oh the nobody cares about the girl characters is like but they care about the franchise, they care about the movie, they care about the characters, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know, dude. That's that's a bogus. Even yeah. as a, even as a seven year old, I was like, "Where's Lex? You have Tim. Where's Lex?" <laughs> yeah, 
yeah. So it, finally, our I guess our childhood dreams are coming true, and we're getting these characters, and they're they're selling out, which is fantastic. But um, but yeah, I'm I I'm excited about that. Um, I wonder, like like I was saying before about the the items selling out and pre-orders and canceling items, because I've heard from a lot of people that are canceling their items because they found them in stores already, and that's just not not just the uh, Beyond the Gates items. A few of people, you know, a few of those have been canceled. Uh, but also just like, hey, I found something on Amazon or Target.com or Walmart, wherever. Um, I've yep. canceled a bunch a bunch from all of those sites um, because I found them all in stores. They're all widely available right now, which is very exciting. So I wonder what that will reflect. Like, how, how will that reflect on sales or, you know, availability or anything like that? That'll be interesting to kind of keep an eye on as we uh, I... move forward. As much as these things, like, are available in stores like i was somewhere the other day and they still had like three t-rex explorer sets and mm -hmm. i feel like if the stores can't sell them i think they'll sell on target.com so like you know oh the store has over merchandise for like six months send it back to the target warehouse in wherever they'll put it up on the website and it'll be gone um i think mm -hmm. I, I my initial thoughts of like over inventory like, obviously, there's not a problem because they keep going and they're going now with a, quote, lesser movie. So, yeah, yeah. Like, ob obviously, like the T-Rex Explorer being a shelf warmer for a very long time, this is obviously not a problem for them. They obviously have some way of being like, yeah, we will uh, will we'll sell these either online or maybe they sell the over inventory to toy like Toys R Us because like mm -hmm. in Canada we would get the legacy stuff at Toys R Us, but it would be months after, huh? Okay. like months after. So yeah. Yeah. maybe, maybe target just sells its over inventory to other toy distributors in other countries. I don't know. Like, I, I think, I think our initial thoughts of like, Oh, these things being shelf warmers, what's going to happen to legacy collection. I don't think these are actual concerns of Mattel. Like yeah. or target. That's, that's funny that you, you say that because the other day I had, uh, I was, I was a part of, uh, Victoria's, uh, uh, cantina chatter uh mm -hmm. podcast or, or live stream and we were talking with a bunch of awesome people and uh we were talking about um uh what do you call it uh we were talking about that exact thing where like they're clearancing out like all this stuff it's just we, you know they literally just got in new figures like oh like a few weeks ago and now they're already on clearance and they're just getting rid of this stuff. And there's just it's coming in and it's going out. And then it's coming in and it's going out. And it's like it never ends. So it's obviously not a problem. Like they're they're fine with that. So it's weird. Yeah. Like, you know, we we have worked talking, that for a while. You're talking like Dino Escape, or were you talking like a different property? I don't even I don't even know. No, I mean, you know, Jurassic World. Uh, what was what was Dino Escape? Well, Dino Escape is like Camp Cretaceous based, like I'm like, I'm like so badging. lost. Uh, here's the thing i've given up on all the names yeah. i've given up on the names yeah. i don't i can't i can't possibly remember all these things anymore <laughs> like like the different uh t-rex names and the different lines like the all i remember is like the attack packs and the savage strikes and all that and i'm like now i'm done i can't and those were back in 2018 or whatever so <laughs> yeah, that's fair that's fair so when you say that i'm like okay uh yeah whatever it was there was a few things that had just come in and like people have already seen them on clearance they bought them a week ago and then like the next week they're on clearance uh so they're it seems like they're totally fine with 
you know, having loads of these things and then clearancing them out and then bringing in new product. And it's okay. So, and we are getting humans. Um, one of the things that we always predicted or thought about was like, hey, we're, we're going to start seeing humans not just on their own. We're not really probably going to get many single packs like we used to. Um, yeah. We're going to get these bigger packs that are going to be like 40 bucks or 30 bucks or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. So I think if that's the way they're going to do it, that's great. I just hope they don't come with a lot of repeats. Like they could have thrown in something else with this uh, Sarah pack. Like I, I a don't lot of people... think the needed the big, the big Stegosaurus. I exactly, think you could have yeah. done Sarah and the baby for 20 mm -hmm. and this thing would have still sold like gangbusters. Cause like, yeah. I don't think anybody's really after that big Stegosaur. I really don't. No, I mean, I have three down there. I know I've got some in the other room. And, like, the green one that we have or the gray one, whatever it is, like, those are fine. Like, I don't care. I don't need them to be too accurate. And this one's not even that, all that accurate to the movie. A lot of people were saying they should have thrown in, like, a big log that, like, Sarah could, like, get in there and, like, you know, they, that scene in the movie where the Stegosaur, you know, punches the tail through. Um, but anything else would have been fine. But I'm glad she's got her camera. The baby stego, that's awesome. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be recreating uh, moments from Jurassic World live tour with that baby baby stego. That was another uh, property that had the baby stego in it. That that scene was so good. So uh, yeah. very excited about this. Um, but uh, I'm trying to look for the I'm trying to look for the conversation. Um, I won't I won't call out their name, but someone you know they were like, well what did what do you think of this like they asked me you know what do you think of this they're like they're like aaron aaron won't like this and i'm like this is a 40 dollars human figure for me like i <laughs> yeah. want the sarah yeah. harding i mean the baby stego is cool the, the baby the baby stego is cool like it looks like yeah. the legit thing but like at the end of the day they're selling me a 40 dollars sarah harding action figure yeah um yeah i mean it's pushing Fine, it. I guess it's pushing it. You know, it's like yeah. I, I forget like how much the Stegosaurus cost, but like fifteen, nineteen dollars, something like that. So, let's say at the most, guess... we'll say twenty bucks, and then you know the human solo figures are like seven ninety nine. Um, so you're twenty twenty eight bucks, and then you've got the Stegosaurus, which you know Bumpy released. I don't know what Bumpy was because that's probably about the same size. Um, we'll just say ten bucks. So you're 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 right around there right i mean 30 38 39 yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm not saying it's um, not i'm not saying it's not a good value i'm no, just saying like i know yeah, i have yeah. those i have like a five or six of those stegosaurs and i think i still think mm -hmm. the original green one is the best one best paint job they've done because they oh really i i i don't I agree so. um i think the grayish or darker gray and and like it had oh tan wait or they something. came with it it was pretty great it might have been a camp cretaceous Thing? I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that one was good. But like, let's hypothesize based on the fact oh, that this is lost. World. No, there's, there's so, like a gray and a, uh, like a darker gray one. That one's pretty awesome too. <laughs> the one that came with Darius, was, I thought was pretty cool. Maybe that's the one um, um, that I'm thinking. So we've got Roland with the engine Jeep. I'll call it a Jeep. Yeah. Yeah. We've got Sarah with Sarah with the Stego. And I was kind of like, at first, I was like, well, why not Sarah with a car? Why not her with the, the, um, like a Mercedes, but yeah. I have a theory. I think, I think Eddie Carr is coming with a Mercedes. 
Yeah, it could be the back of the, the RV, maybe. <laughs> you know, he comes with the Mercedes, and maybe. Dude, that would be so perfect. Um, that would be fantastic. God, what if what if Nick Van Owen came with a high hide? Look, here's the thing. Anything is possible. We're getting we're getting everything like that we want. Like we got Roland before know, Sarah. Like that that's wild stuff. Um it, yeah. you know, I said it the other day. It's like they're celebrating they're, they're actually like celebrating the 25th anniversary of the Lost World without saying we're celebrating the 25th anniversary. Like nobody cares in at <laughs> Universal. Like nobody's saying anything about this movie. It's the 25th right. anniversary this this coming month, May. And it's like, no one cares. So right, yeah, it's too bad. At least we're getting toys to celebrate, so that's that's a good thing. Um, yeah. But uh, all right, anything else uh, in regards to that figure in particular? No, I'm excited. I mean, do I wish they had done a special sculpt for a Lost World Stegosaur? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do, but I don't think any of these sculpts have been like pinpoint accurate. So. Yeah, whatever. it's fine. Yeah. It's close enough for me, man. Like, I don't, I'm not, in, yeah. you know, too particular. Like, with the Velociraptor, uh, you know, from the Amber Collection or whatever, I was always like, yeah, yeah maybe it's a blue sculpt, but, like, it looks fine. Like, I, I don't, it, I don't really see any difference too much. Um, yeah. So I'm cool with that. Uh, let's talk about what's coming up next uh, on May 18th. We've got four exclusive items from the Hammond Collection. Now, this is interesting because we would have maybe thought before that it could be like Ian Malcolm and the Velociraptor. So I don't think that's going to be the case unless they just like that would be such a lame reveal. Um, And then you got two other new items. But I think it'll probably be four new items, I would assume. Well, we know what they are. We know what they are. That's true. There is. um, Well, I mean, we know that others are coming. Yeah. Yeah. let me let me bring that up real quick as we're talking here, but um, but we know which ones are coming. I know, but maybe maybe they're not coming right now. Uh, because let's go let's go down the line. Let's see. There, of course, it won't go anymore for some reason. All right, here we go. We've got two more Hammond collection in August. So, yeah, who knows? Uh, all but I know yes. is whenever that Hammond collection, whenever that Hammond collection Gallimimus comes out. I gotta get. I gotta replace my thirty Gallimimus pack that I've got. Ay, ay, ay. yeah, um, yeah. All right. So Hammond Collection via Collect Jurassic uh, on their website. It's, you know, we've got Doctor Ian Malcolm. We've got Alan and Ellie. So that's two. Um, mm-hmm. Small dinosaurs. We've got Dilophosaurus and Gallimimus. That's four. And then we should have Triceratops, <sighs> Ceratosaurus. That's six, right? And then we've got a T-Rex, so that's seven. So, yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, maybe some of these are revealed at Generation Jurassic. That is, I, I bet you, you know, if they are going to reveal anything from the Hammond Collection, probably like the T-Rex and the Triceratops or something like that, or one of those, uh, most likely T-Rex. Um, do, we but, think the, do we think this Triceratops and the T-Rex are going to be bigger than the Baryonyx and the Parasaurolophus. Oh yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. They're going to be in scale. This is the three and three quarter inch line. Okay. They're, they're literally all supposed to be in scale. So yeah, but in, but definitely. in all reality, the Gallimimus is not a small dinosaur. 
No, like, yeah, that'll be interesting. It's like, it, it's not small. Um, like it's not but, raptor size, and like no, but the other like the the other ones in the three and three quarter are probably too small, right? They're not legitimate gallimimus size. Yeah, the I don't ones think, in, so. the ones in the three and three quarter are way too small. They need to be the size of like they almost need to be the size of the baryonyx figure. Like the these are not small yeah, creatures. Just, like. Just like yeah, different propor- proportions and everything, and it'll yeah, look yeah, accurate. Yeah, but like, I mean, that's about okay. That size, like whatever. Yeah. I mean, if it looks more like the Crash McCreary design, which I mm-hmm. think, oh, I think they got Jurassic I mean, World. Yeah, I think Jurassic World actually does a way better job of hitting the design than Jurassic Park did. Um, I mean, if the Parasaurolophus is any indication, you know, look at that is a very Crash McCreary style, right? So. Uh, yeah, I mean, more so than whatever this new thing is in Dominion. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Um, I, st- I still want to, I, st- I still think the Lost World Paris Ralphus, I still think it's the best sculpt, but, uh, I got really no major complaints about this toy. Uh, we- we'll get to the, we'll get to the toys. Are yeah. we still doing toy talk? We're still, this is going to be the longest toy talk we've ever done, maybe. Um, right. uh, maybe. Um, but we've got four items, so it could be anything. And I, I, I would maybe venture to guess that, you know, Generation Jurassic has something. Maybe we'll next month we'll follow up on that and be totally wrong. Who knows? But um, So what do you think about this, the Triceratops? Do you think it's going to be – Man. Do you think it's going to be the JP Triceratops or the Trevorrow Triceratops? I mean, I think I think it's got to be the JP style. I mean, look, we've gotten Lost World. I mean, it says it on the side, Lost World Parasaurolophus, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, and it's gotten. I love this these sides. You know, that's a Jurassic yeah, World, dude, Fallen dude, Kingdom, these Baryonyx. boxes are great, man. I I absolutely love these boxes. I've I never liked the Amber Collection boxes. Love the Amber Collection. To a to a, a certain extent, but I never like like those boxes. These boxes are awesome, and they indicate which movie. So Jurassic Park for both the mm-hmm. Raptor and Hammond, uh, not Hammond. Uh, what's his name? Ian Malcolm. Um, so I think yeah, I think it's possible that it'll it'll be the uh, Jurassic Park Triceratops. I don't think there's any there's no reason to make like a Jurassic World one. I hope we get like other ones but as we still have like seven or eight <laughs> figures to get you know from that have already been hinted at so somebody out knows. there is like has to like that that trevorrow triceratops right i mean yeah probably but i don't know i'm trying to look something up while we uh while we talk about this well here um, let me let me let me go through my week so far so anybody who's been following knows that i got totally botched on all my target pre-orders because I ordered them with a uh, PayPal account. And then like when they yeah. went to charge, the PayPal account <laughs> didn't have anything. And so rather than just pull from my oh. bank account, they were like, no, screw you. Uh, we're going to cancel you. So I got to the States and I was like, I have to, I don't care. I will find anything else. But I am, for whatever reason, I was worried about the Therizinosaurus. And so I was like, I have to find, oh, there he goes. This is the most touchable. <laughs> but I but I got one. And the Oklahoma Targets didn't have any new merch like up until two days after uh, 
after the launch, like the street date, they had nothing still. All like all mm. three, all three targets that I've been going. To, oh my gosh, so loud. So yeah, I've got mine. There's all dude, kinds of packing so, paper in there from Mattel. <laughs> he's so it is great. so good. It's it's really good. So uh, so anyway, so I'm at so I'm on Target's website, and they had uh, I was able to get. Oh, I don't have my Ian here. But I was able to order three Hammond Collection Raptors, so I got I got two of them here with me. Mm-hmm. I got and I and I I got the Malcolm, and they were like, okay, come pick it up. So I go pick them up, and there's like nothing on the shelf still, yep. not even not even the Hammond Collection things that I picked up. So I said to the lady at the front, I'm like, kind I said, kind of weird that you have all these like ready for me to pick up, but you don't have anything on the shelf. She's like. Oh yeah, like I don't know. I'm like, of course you don't, because I'm a giant nerd. Like, why would you? <laughs> why would you know the street date of Jurassic Park action figures? Yep. So, I lo- I get on the website at the desk and I said, I was like, I hate to do this to you, but the Therizinosaurus says that it can be ready in two hours. I'm here. Can someone just go in the back and get me one? Yep. And then she's like, Yeah, sure. And so the guy comes up. He's like, So what are you looking for? And I show him. He goes, And I go, And just to be a bigger pain in your rear can you check the eyes and make sure that they're like in the right spot <laughs> because i'm trying oh, to be nice no. i don't if you if you come out here with a therizinosaurus that has eyes like on its like yep. temple, yep i'm sending you back so yep. let's just get this out of the way so i got a therizinosaurus <sighs> i got a therizinosaurus so then i said okay i have the dinosaur that i'm after from the movie right i have the one i'm after from the movie so I'm going to say no to dinosaurs until my next paycheck because I just moved. When you move, I don't know if you know, but you just hand out money like like it's water. You know, you just hand <laughs> yeah, out yeah. money like like no big deal. So, all right, whatever. Then you text me and you're like, hey, uh, the Baryonyx and the Parasaurolophus went up <laughs> on Amazon. All right, so here's the Baryonyx that went up on Amazon. Didn't deny myself that. Yep. Then here's the Parasaurolophus that went up on Amazon. Didn't deny myself that. So at this point, I'm like, well, I'm handing out money like left of like yeah. all bets are off at this stage, right? So I see I see this guy. And this guy, I think this might be my favorite from this entire release so far. Okay. I think I know what you're talking about. And it's about. whatever, yeah, there whatever it this thing is, okay? Is it Yangchuanosaurus or something? I, I, don't, I can't guarantee I don't that's how you say it, but that's what it looks like to me in my brain. This thing, this thing is awesome, and it it so reminds me of like just classic Jurassic Park. Like it's kind of weird. It's the same colors as like the the visual history book that just came out. Like it's got the greens and the browns and the reds in it. Like it, the eyes are like. The pupils are centered directly in the center. So this thing kind of looks dumb. Like it's got no soul, which I think is like <laughs> a really cool aspect of of birds and the Jurassic Park dinosaurs. Is like when uh-huh. you look at a Jurassic Park dinosaur, thing has no soul. It just wants to eat you. And I I think this figure is is really great. So, all right, cool. That's the last one I'm gonna get. Nope. Went to Target the other day because I had to get some kind of I had to get something. <laughs> I forget what it was. And my wife's like, I know you want to go back there. She's yep. like, Do you really need to? And I'm like, Yeah, like I really need to. And so then <laughs> oh. I picked up, I picked up this thing that looks like a, 
I, I don't know what it is. It looks like Scorvoraptor or something. Scorpionator or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, I don't know. It looks kind of like it looks kind of like a small like Carnotaur, and I'm kind of down. It looks like something from like Terra Nova, and I'm kind of down with that. Oh, then, I, I love that thing. It's so goofy looking, but I love those goofy looking like dinosaurs that they've released, like the yeah, Majungasaurus like, and and that thing. Yeah. That was that. I think oh yeah, the Majungasaurus. One. Yeah, we need yeah. a we need a new version of Majungasaurus. But okay, so then anyway, the only thing that I had that I wasn't able to pick up was the Tembo, and because I haven't seen him, and I'm like, oh, oh okay. no, is this gonna be the one that I don't get? Like, is this is this like have my greatest fears come yep. true? And I'm not gonna get the Roland Tembo because they're on Target on their website, but I'm like, ah, thirty bucks. Like I'm handing out money like a crazy person, and I'm like, I. I can't, I can't do this. I can't, I'm going to with, I'm going to withhold till Friday. Uh -huh. So we're out today and my sister-in-law is like, Hey, we, I need to stop at Target. And I'm like, I've been into Target. I don't need to go in. I know what the inventory is. She's like, no, this is a different one. I'm like, all right, let's go. And bam, <laughs> they had one on the shelf and I couldn't walk away. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. so, for, a week, <laughs> so for a week where I was going to get a Therizinosaurus. Yep. That's my. That's been my dinosaur collecting week, right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I. Uh, and, uh, what else? What else you got? There was a there was a amber collection Hammond on clearance for four dollars. Now, One could five. I pass yeah, okay. that up? Picked him up too. Why not? Yep. And that was that your first uh, Hammond or uh, amber collection piece or no? That's my second. That's my Se second amber collection. I have. I have the Tiger Raptor and I have a John Hammond and like, it's fine. But like the one I'm really kicking myself over is the Dilophosaur. I went to go look up the Dilophosaur last night on eBay and they want, people want like $300 for this oh, thing. Oh my gosh. And I am, Whew. it's just a lot of money to spend on something that you're going to tear yeah. open because I have no intentions on keeping it in the box. So yeah, that's, I was like, if that's I could rough. find it for a hundred bucks, that's like, <laughs> That's still bad, but maybe kind of stomachable. Maybe I'll put the box in the closet and pretend like I'm keeping it in good shape. But uh, no, this Therizinosaurus, though, like holy cow! If you're gonna get something so far, if you're uh -huh. gonna get if you're gonna get one thing, I would say get this Therizinosaurus because it's in the movie. If you're gonna get two things, get the Therizinosaurus and the uh, the green one with the red fin on its face. Um, yeah, Yangchuanosaurus. Um, yeah, and yeah, and that and that goes without the Hammond collection. The Hammond collection, I think, is like you need to get the. If you're a collector, you need to get the Hammond collection. Um, I'm just talking about the Dominion stuff that was released. Yeah, I so um, I don't. I think I have like uh, 15 items. Um, a buddy, a friend of the show, Greg, had posted a picture of like everything that's been released. You know, as of that street date, I think there was like 35. I think there was like 35 items and I think yeah. I have 15 of them or so. Uh, something like that. I, I've picked up that capture and crush truck. I've got the Quetzalcoatlus. I got a Miragia or whatever that is. The two, four Hammond collections, that Scorpio Venator or whatever that is. I got mm -hmm. uh, Roland. I got ro uh, these Rowdy Roars items. Um Oh uh, yeah, I'm not gonna do that stuff, but yeah, okay. I yeah, I'm terrible. I got this Owen and Beta set. Well, this one was sent to me. Uh, Mattel was kind enough to send over a big box, which is just absolutely 
gorgeous. Um, so I'm going to throw these things all over. I got this Claire and uh, Dilophosaurus, which Claire. is great. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. Now that one, I had, uh, not that one, that was the one that was sent to me, but I did, I, I, here's the thing, I have duplicates of pretty much everything because I had already purchased all, pretty much everything from this box. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I had found the Claire one before the street date, and if everybody remembers, the street date was um, Easter Sunday, so Target was not open. So I found it like the day or two, a day or two before or something. And they didn't make me, they didn't steal it from back from me. You know, they didn't take it and put it somewhere. They actually asked if I wanted to put my name down. And I was like, I've never had this happen at Target before. So I just said my name. And then she's like, okay, it'll be in the back. I'm like, yes. Um, and prior to that, I was able to get out of Target two um, packs of the minis, which I got this um, Therizinosaurus. And this, oh, cool. it, the Therizinosaurus, I think, came also with this Lystrosaurus, I think. Um Pretty fantastic. And then I got the Gallimimus and Quetzalcoatlus. And I was able to get those out of Target before the street date. And, uh, that yeah, that was no problem. Uh, the guy just, like, typed in something. And he's like, okay, you're, you're good. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm going. Uh, they also sent me the Therizinosaurus. And then they sent me this, which I did. This is the only one I did not pick up, which is the, let me read it, Thrash and Devour T-Rex. And this thing's awesome, dude. It is so good. It like has, I, uh, this I massive it. bite. It's it's really good, um, but the best thing about what they sent was the box, dude. I mean, this box is absolutely that's, that's incredible. Pretty like, look at that's all the dope. amazing art on it. Oh, yeah, the, there's Xenosaurus right there, T Rex here, and even on the inside, it's got it's got like this, oh, which way is the camera? Look at you with these boxes, man. Dude, I've got way too many. And this one's the biggest one that they've sent yet. It's massive. Dude, this is your this is your retirement plan, these boxes. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But right? yeah, like, here's the thing. When I whenever I post these, um, it, it gets pretty dicey on like social media because everybody's like, Oh, that's so not fair. <laughs> that's so not fair. Um, why do you get why? this? And so many people ask, well, yeah. I don't know. I guess people are, are jealous, but like, I'm like, it is fair. We put in a lot of hard work, a lot of Dude, effort, me... a lot of promotion and stuff. So it's not like we just get sent the stuff for free and it's just, well, I mean, we do, but like, it's not like, you know, we didn't do our end of the bargain. We've like really helped out and promoted it and, and talked about it constantly. Here's why you stuff, get the so. box for free. Here's why you get that box for free because you just talked for 40 minutes about Mattel toys with no, like nobody asked the, us like, to do that <laughs> nobody asked us to do yeah. it so like i mean look as far as like what's fair i used i you and i originally both of us were on that list of getting toys and they like shipped stuff to canada like they sent me a mm -hmm. super cool box at one point like i was on that list at one point and then mattel changed the rules and i'm not on that list that's okay like i'm happy for you like that's awesome i think it shows the legitimacy of yeah i think it shows the legitimacy of the podcast like you're the guy, you know, I'm not the one who's running it four times a month plus live streams every single week. Like I'm on here once a month for three hours. Like that's, that's my contribution. Right. So like, no, like I'm super happy for you. I think that's totally awesome. Yeah. Did, do I think that I got the best box of all of them? Yes. Because that line was dope. The but Dino I, Rivals. Um, was it that box? Yeah. Yeah. That, Dino Rivals. That yeah. I mean, 
I think that one has always been my favorite one. It's it's literally right here. Um, yeah, I've got literally walls of these boxes now. Uh, but <laughs> That's awesome. the, Dino, the Dino Rivals one was the like it smells amazing. It this one does as well. This one smells just like that Dino Rivals one. Uh, weird fact to point out, I know, but it has a very particular smell that's just incredible. <laughs> uh, but so this is my new favorite one. It's just the the art on it is fantastic. So. I've been wanting to ask you, what do you think about the the DNA like All right, yeah. thing? Oh, this was not... this was a point of contention for us last month. I'm such a shill ago. for Mattel. Um I love it. No, I don't. I I really dislike it. I really dislike do you really? that feature. Yeah, I um I it's it's fine. Like it's it oh my gosh. It blends in okay, but like it's not a I don't love it. I just really don't like it. Um, I think the, uh, the one on the foot was always so much better. I mean, this Baryonyx does not, but it was always on the bottom of the foot. Super easy. Yeah. Didn't, didn't take away from the figure or anything. These new ones now take away from the figure. And my son has been obsessed with them. Like every time he's come down here, he's like, can I scan? Can I scan for years? Now he's wanted to scan these things. So now he sees these and he's like pulling them out. And I'm like, ah, be careful, be careful. Like, and then we're going to, we've been playing with some of them in the other room. And I'm like, yeah, you know, some like the Therizinosaurus one is really tiny. Um, and Therese yeah, but like, he's, he, really he, 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 he's got tiny, you know, four and a half year old figure fingers. So he is able to get them out. He, he can operate it. <sighs> Um, but, uh, I just think it's not a great function and a great look on some of these figures. And also I just feel like they're breakable. Okay. So I think you and I have switched cause I, like, I don't love this function. <laughs> I think the sticker was totally fine. Like I had no problem with it. I think it's a sturdier piece of plastic than initially. Like I thought it would be, I thought it'd be super flimsy. Uh-huh. But again, I'm not a child. Yeah. I'm you forget I'm, how hard I got I got to I'm putting forget how I'm hard like they play, it. dude. <laughs> right, like I'm handling it like an adult who wants to take care of his stuff. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's so it's so touchy. It is literally um, the touchiest figure that they make. Like I I got it uh, early one morning, then I went to work and and because uh, I went to Target first thing in the morning and then went to work yeah. and then drove home from work. And it, I, I went around a corner a little hard and then it, there was roaring in the back of my car. And I was like, oh, what was like? I, I thought my car was screeching around a corner or something like I was like, what is happening? So, yeah, it's very, very sensitive. But um, and I will say that I haven't so, switched. I, I've never liked that feature um, early before anybody knew about this. Mattel came to me and a few others to ask about like what collectors think about that feature. And I was like, mm. I was like, um, it seems cool, but like, I just, I'm not a, as a collector, that's not really the, the feature that I would like, you know? Yeah. I guess it maybe makes it a little bit more interactive for kids. Like you're pulling the DNA, like out of the dino, but like, yeah, it has like an AR feature know. now and stuff. So it's a little bit different. Oh, Shoot, really? Okay, yeah. I'll have to check it out. I've, I've yeah, not yeah. even bothered oh, look, because this is something that I'm not going to do. The app's really. pretty cool. I got to say, the app has always been really, really cool. Um, and it, it's kind of like a like a Pokemon type feature where like you basically got to catch them all. You like you can see all of them in your app, and they're just like not highlighted. You actually can't like 
see the dinosaur. Oh, yeah. They're like blacked out <laughs> yeah. or whatever. So when you go in there and scan them, you're like, oh, this is great. Now I got to get all, I got to catch them all, you know, but, um, but it's Isn't cool. Isn't that kids kind of it. like, wasn't Kenner even doing that with like the trading cards that had like those cards, they had numbers on them. So like when you had a gap in the in your card book, you knew you're like I missed something. <laughs> like I'm missing yep. something. What is it that I'm missing? And so like you would, you'd be like, well, I want the numbers to line up. And then what they yeah. did, which was really disappointing, for series two, they gave you the same dinosaur, but like changed the card from like an art card to like a movie image card, mm-hmm. and they changed the number. So like if you didn't get the series one like Velociraptor. Yeah. Like you were just gonna miss be missing that card forever. Yeah, know? they they also um, had those cards that when you put them in the 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 row of six, you know, or that that booklet, you know, when you put your cards in the booklet, um, the the mm-hmm. plastic sleeve, it would like show a full image. So you had to have like six cards or whatever. I think. Um, oh, that was from that? the tops, like yeah, like the stickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. like I have like so many that are because I don't I didn't collect all of them. I had a bunch, but like I didn't have the full lines. Um, so I have like so many like just different pieces of the puzzle, but not the full image. Um, so yeah, that is very aggravating. <laughs> but, so you didn't uh, have yeah. the, you didn't collect the you didn't collect the cards like to the point of like wanting to complete that set. No, I mean, as a kid, I I didn't care about like collecting too much. I I yeah. in terms of cards, I had tons of baseball cards. I had a lot of movie cards. I had like um I have I had Back to the Future 2, I think. I mm-hmm. had Rocketeer. I had Adams Family and I had Jurassic Park. Um and I had just had like an assortment of these cards. I didn't like I never collected them all fully or anything and you know, the Jurassic ones I always wanted more, but I never did. And, you know, nowadays I could just go buy a case somewhere. But, like, I just – I still haven't, like, felt the urge to get it. So I think as, like, a kid, like, that, you know, do you remember – a lot of kids now probably don't remember, like, like baseball card shops, right? Like, card and collectible yeah. shops that were, like – for me it was cards and pogs. But, like, you could get, like, mm-hmm. sports memorabilia, I'm sure, at these places. Um, they used to sell the Jurassic Park cards and – me and my friend Josh got into them and we would like go buy packs and we would trade. So like, Oh, nice. I have almost a full set, but where I'm going, well, I think I have a full set. I might be missing like a hologram or two. There was some weird numbering stuff that went on with those. Mm -hmm. Um, but my, my point is, and I'm diverging from the conversation. Are you getting this tops card book that's coming out like this week? Yeah. Um, it should be here soon. Tops. Uh, actually yeah, reached it out like 20 the 26th or something yeah they actually reached out so they are sending me a copy to take a look at i know they've already been like arriving in people's houses but uh i know they are sending one yeah. as well so um i'm That's excited cool. i'm excited to dive into that book i mean i was the second that that was announced i was like oh my god i need this i can't wait to see like yeah. what it looks like i've kind of stayed away from people showing theirs off um i've seen the cover but like i I don't want to see what's in it until I have it in front of me. So I'm very excited. What a for really that book. cool, what a really cool way for those tops cards to kind of live on. Because like, mm-hmm. if you're a new collect, like those are just gone. Like even like, you had Dominion cards, and I'm just like, what? no, uh, like, yeah, Fallen Kingdom. Falling, those ones or, are yeah, hard Fallen to track Kingdom down. Course. Those were really difficult because like, yeah, Tar. I think Target had them, um, but the card sections were like really hard to 
you know, find full sets or whatever. I still don't have full yeah. sets or anything, but I was able to track down a lot of cards. I have a big stack of those Fallen Kingdom ones. I I think it's a cool way for that collection to live on because there was the, there was the Series 1, then there was Series 2, and then there was Series 1 gold-plated, which I thought was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. And I know that, like, other movies that I wasn't into as much also had card collections and i would like to see those movies get kind of the same treatment like i know there's like et collector Mm. cards i know there's back to the future collector cards it was just kind of like it was like there was collector cards for like the kids that didn't like sports and i was one of those kids so (laughs) well i had it's like both i My, no, I wasn't into sports, so I can't really uh, speak weirdo, to it. I but guess, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think I think so many kids were into into baseball and sports cards. But like, I was into Jurassic Park cards. Then it was the Power Ranger cards. Then it was uh, like a buddy of mine was like really into X Men cards, which I think is like a really cool hmm. collection to have if you can get those Marvel X Men cards. But like, something about the digital form of collecting cards was never. It yeah. just seemed weird to me. And so I kind of like this idea of them coming out in like a cohesive like book, mm-hmm. you know, where they they go over each card. You know, these are almost 30 years old at this point. So yeah, you're hitting a whole different demographic. Yeah, um, I am very excited for collector. that, uh, for, for that to come around and, and see the whole thing. Um, and yet I don't think I haven't heard anything about Dominion cards or anything like that. But, you know, sometimes things just pop up. So keep my eyes peeled but um why don't we continue talking about like random things that are coming out Uh, we do have funko pops that are now on target.com um they've got dominion (sighs) ones so you do see like uh giganotosaurus uh raptor ghost like you've got all these things which uh ellie sattler you've got ian malcolm behind us Uh, there he is so he's got the gray hair uh Maisie, some other ones T-Rex, uh, Therizinosaurus. Dude, this There's thing looks so crazy. I need this Therizinosaurus. Yeah. Um, wait. Oh, that's a Trociraptor. I'm sorry, I said T-Rex. This says special... Oh, I don't know why I changed the picture, but it says special... Eh, I can't I can't get it. Special edition on there, so I'm not really sure what that means. Um, another one, only a Target. Blue, Claire... Uh, so these are awesome. I'm I'm very excited for these. The Giganotosaurus looks fantastic. Um, very cool. I know. And I don't. Of course. I don't like the jumbo Giganotosaurus as much as I like the smaller one. Yeah, this is um, the big one here. But twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I have the big T Rex from from Fallen Kingdom. That was a pretty cool figure. Um, yeah, I wasn't gonna do Funko this time, except for the fact they're awesome. So, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, yep. I am. Yep, I know. Yeah, this um, this uh, Giganosaurus yeah. looks pretty cool. Um, yeah, he's I, awesome. I did the wrong thing, but uh, but yeah, I am very excited for all these Funkos. Um, I'm, I'm a decent collector of them. I mean, I've got you know a bunch up there. I've I've got. I never got the Jurassic World uh, Fallen Kingdom ones though. I, I I don't think I got any of them. I got all the Jurassic Park you ones. Didn't get I, blue? I, no, <laughs> I don't think so. Oh. oh no, I have I have a. I have two. I have Indoraptor and I have Stiggy. And that's it. I didn't get Blue or anything else from the Fallen Kingdom line, but I did get all the Jurassic Park ones and then I pre-ordered a bunch of Jurassic Park ones for the other the other day. Um 
yeah so <sighs> funko coming back in i just can't way. do it to it's my i just crazy. can't do it to my wife i can't I can't have my wife sign into Amazon and see like 30 of these things on pre-order. Like I can't do it to her soul. Yeah. So it's been a tough week for you uh, or a tough time, you know, with, with the, the buying of all the stuff and the moving. Um, <laughs> I've been in the same boat. I mean, so uh, as I've widely said before, I can't go to Generation Jurassic. Um, I'm not going out there, but it's also because it's my wife's birthday. I'm not going to go out there for my wife's birthday and be like, yo, let's go. Come on. Let's look at dinosaurs together. Well, it's your birthday. I'm like, no, I'm not going to, let's not do that. Um, so that's not fun. But, uh, uh, so I'm uh, getting gifts, you know, for my wife, um, getting all those dinosaur toys. I also was able to finally get a PS five, which literally just arrived today. So (laughs) welcome, welcome to the future of gaming buddy. How do you like Uh, it? Let's not, let's, let's diverge a little bit. I haven't really, I, I like literally we started at, nine o'clock uh, uh right around nine o'clock here tonight um i mm-hmm. plugged it in at eight o'clock <laughs> so i you know i did the setup and then my son was like i want to play so i'm like he's he's played like 10 minutes of the tutorial astro's playroom um or whatever oh, it's called dude. Um, play astro's playroom while it's we're phenomenal. here i don't understand i went through the playstation system there's like the old school playstation system and there was like uh, like a, uh, a a bubble game like you had to pull down like a handle and like grab it or something and i i couldn't do it i couldn't i literally couldn't figure it out so i'm like i guess i'm done we're done for the night so no. then i was like all right it's bedtime there, there's a few well, yeah okay there's a few mechanics that like it took me a little bit but like here's the problem is like that game utilized there that yeah that game utilizes the dual sense in a way that no other game so far has mm-hmm. managed to to use which is kind of fine like i don't expect third party to really do it but like i was kind of surprised that like ratchet and clank didn't like utilize it a lot more because that's a ps5 exclusive yeah um we'll we'll get there i mean look at think about how how long it took them to utilize features on the other one you know the ps4 controller like yeah maybe but like but that that game that mini game that you're talking like what happens is you collect all these bubbles and then you cash them in for like bubble machine prizes but the bubble machine prizes are so cool like i, I mean i guess i can spoil it because you got one or two right like did you get no, no i that's the thing maybe i doing things in the wrong order maybe it wasn't so supposed to go to that bubble machine thing because I, I couldn't do anything uh so Whoa. yeah so maybe i'll in in my son was playing so we'll figure it out but it was it was a a cool five minutes that i played on the thing and, and the system Dude, looks nice game. it looks beautiful and sharp so i'm interested to, to continue to play i downloaded uh planet coaster that was the only thing because i downloaded that for free uh on you know playstation plus or whatever it is um, yeah yeah, you know. yeah yeah so i downloaded a, a bunch of free ps5 games while i had my ps4 because you can do that hot tip for everybody out there if you've got the playstation app you can't do it on your ps4 but you can do it on the app. You can actually go ahead and um, get those. I forget if you told me or somebody told me because um, I didn't so realize like, that right away. PlayStation is kind of like really traditional in the sense they're not doing what Xbox is doing, which is like with Xbox, you just buy the game and then it just knows what system you have and like downloads the best version that's going to take that's going to take advantage of like the SSD. Yeah. Right. PlayStation doesn't do that. You have to like, you have to like be really vigilant as to like what you're downloading. Like at one point, like I remember like I had like two versions of each game on my PS5. 
I was like, no, I don't want two versions. I just want the PS5 <laughs> version yeah. um, of the game. Uh, yeah, like PS5 is a little bit weird in that sense, but like you'll get used to it. And I'm telling you, like when you see the benefits of like a PS4 game, for sure, the loads are like much faster. But a PS5 games, a PS5 like skew game, there's like the load is like non-existent. Like it's That's not amazing. even like I a can't thing. wait. <laughs> so like, like like yeah, it's just it's just especially like ones that are made by Sony, like yeah. Miles Morales. There there is no loading. It's like oh you want to go you're at the south end of the city you want to go to the north end of the city cool click you're there like you're good to go. I that's like I think um, one of the first games I want to play but uh, but yeah I'm very very excited for that I, I'm gonna you know I'll boot up Jurassic World Evolution two and uh, you know probably do some uh, sandbox stuff I guess I don't I don't, I don't let know. me know because you bought Evolution Here, let's take it back to Jurassic all right you bought Evolution two on PS four right yeah. But you got a PS5 skew. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you're the perfect you're the perfect test bed before I do this. I want you to boot up the PS5 skew on your PS5, and I want you to tell me what comes in sandbox mode right off the gate because okay. I want to buy it for my Xbox. But if I have to like unlock things, I'm not doing it. I literally just yeah, want to buy it so that I can open up sandbox mode and just go. Um, so you'll I, have to keep me posted. Yeah. I feel like they said you're supposed to be able to do that, but I don't know who knows with that thing, there's but, uh, but yeah. Rules. All right. Tangent, tangent aside. Um, I think that, you know, there's, that was about it. Um, I believe from the, those Funko Jurassic world dominion ones. Uh, last thing I want to show off here, which, um, there should be a video on the channel at some point, but, uh, this is, this is coming out the 25th of April, so I can show these off, which it's not a big surprise. Let's be honest. Everybody knows about these, and they've seen them, um, and they've been buying them. But Barbasol was kind enough to send me uh, a bunch. Oh, hello. Uh <laughs> yeah, time, for my, time for my meds, which I don't have. Oh, wait, you got your big bottle of water? You good? No, I don't. Oh. I just have this. The big bottle is at my office while I'm working. Oh, no. Um, uh, anyway, Barbasol was kind enough to send over, um, some cans, uh, that they have for Jurassic World Dominion. They sent over this awesome Jurassic World Dominion Barbasol limited edition cans card here. Um, and then I'll go through the, the cans while we're, while we're sitting here, but these, these should be available wherever this week, uh, definitely. But you got the T-Rex here. That's pretty cool. They've got Dominion stuff on the back. Um, yeah. you got... Blue and beta Barbasol cans. You've got, oh, I love this one, the Pyroraptor. That's cool. You've got Dilophosaurus. And my Look at Barbasol. Like, what are you going to say? Go ahead. I just like, look at Barb. Like, Barbasol must love this that every, every 20 yeah. years, the opportunity for them to slap a dinosaur on their product and be like look we're cool too like yep i think i feel like there's always stuff on like doritos or mcdonald's or dr pepper or something but like every once in a while a dinosaur movie comes out and barbasol can be like yeah us too like we're trendy yeah um, it's like baked into the history so it's it is. literally it's like the perfect tie-in 
And yeah, speaking of the history, this is my favorite one, which everybody probably knows already, but the just straight up Barbasol can that's rusted and it's been in the, <sighs> it's right. been in the mud for a while. That might be the one that might be the one that I have to go pick up. Oh, absolutely. You have to get this and then never shave with it. Just put it on your shelf. <laughs> uh, it is so I good. I mean, the nice thing about. The nice thing about the can is like you, don't clear, have, but... you can actually use it and not ruin that product. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, uh, we had this conversation somewhere the other day. A live I mean, look, maybe. it's not like it's not like when I moved, my wife was like, can we please throw out the Fallen Kingdom Dorito bags? Like, they've <laughs> just been in my entry flattened up for three years. She's like, can we yeah. please throw them out? Four years, five years? Wow, we're getting pandemic time, man. Uh, sorry, I interrupted you. So what's the next thing? No, that was it. I mean, if you if it does does get rusted in the shower, sometimes they do rust up, right? Like, this is perfect. It yeah. looks like it's what it's supposed to look like. So this one's my favorite one. And it makes me, you know, really question what's going on here. And we'll, maybe we'll talk about that in a little bit because we've got a lot to talk about at the end. Um, but I think that wraps up, yeah. uh, you know, the different releases, Beyond the Gates and all the toys that have been out there. So... Whew. That was a lot. That was a lot. You ready? Well, only in on? an hour. I feel like we covered a lot in an hour. I don't. We think did, we did but we? we only literally went through like one topic, really. So, <laughs> all right, this one should be quick. All right, this one should be okay. quick. Um, Jurassic, and you you cued me in on this. I've totally forgot to put it in the notes. But Jurassic World Dominion has a runtime, so I want to talk to, to you about that a little bit here. Two hours twenty six mm-hmm. minutes. Um, what were your th- first thoughts when that popped up? Were you excited? Were you like, eh, I don't know. What, like, what, what do you think? No. So like, here's the thing. I, my first, my gut reaction is like, okay, they're going to let this one breathe a little bit because I did not think Dominion breathed. No, I did not think Fallen Kingdom breathed. Like it just was go, 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 go. Until you got to like a weird mansion for the last hour and a half. And it was like, but like, I just felt like the beginning of Fallen Kingdom was like really quick. Like, uh-huh. It was like, hey, we're gonna do the Lost World in half an hour, um, and then. <laughs> but but here's the thing: is like I like this idea of a two hour twenty six Jurassic movie, except for like we've heard. I we've heard from Sam Neill, and then I heard from somebody. It was like they shot enough footage to like really make this two movies. Yeah, and so, I, at first I'm like I'm excited, but then I'm like oh they needed two hours and 26 minutes because this still is gonna like this movie's still gonna move at a pace that is like to me unwelcome pace and i'm just now for an extra half hour um but you know whatever like if this is the last one for the next five years like i'm cool with it uh you know i don't i don't really have like too much to say other than like i hope it's utilized well and based on that trailer, like, dude, that first trailer that we saw, how is this movie not two and a half hours, you know? Yeah, I mean, we've we've talked about it time and time again that there is there are so many things that need to be done in this movie, you know, in order to make it successful. I'm so happy that it's two hours and 26 minutes. I mean, it, you know, mm-hmm. a bunch of that's going to be credits and things. Uh, but, you know, there's that's a decent portion above that, you know, two hours four five six minute movie that they typically are 
Um, so that's exciting. I'm very excited for that. That's good. But yeah, I will always wonder what this could have looked like as two films or, or, you know, the six hour film, which I don't think, I think that was just hyperbole or whatever, but, um, but yeah, I probably, yeah, yeah, I'm happy with this. So hopefully it feels good. Hopefully it doesn't feel too rushed or anything. I still think they're going to have to move at a pretty hefty pace in order to, to tell, uh, you know, the full story here. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But two hours, 26 minutes is very exciting for me. Um, any final thoughts on that, that portion there? No, I think that's a perfect amount of time to talk about a runtime. All right. So the featurette came out the other day. Um, got this muted right yeah okay uh and this is it was a pretty great featurette it featured um you know some stuff on the legacy of the films um even up to jurassic world and and then it featured a lot of stuff with the legacy portions oh that looks terrible uh of these films like the original characters coming back and and stuff like that this is just going to be super blurry every one of these pictures um but i I love this, and it got me hyped again. There was basically like a mini trailer at the end of it, which was great. It showed a lot of new stuff, um, yeah, new new different looks. But like, it, I don't think it revealed a lot. Like, I feel like um, maybe there's some dots you can connect here. Um, every picture that I, I land on in the video portion of this is literally like a transition scene. Is so it like it shows like two scenes in one um here we go we got a good shot here there are a few things that that are interesting like this shot in particular um you know at first you're just like oh this is just a the core group here what's going on um and then you realize that owen has a dinosaur on his back so <laughs> there are Wait, what yep owen's got the dinosaur on his back he's got beta on his back awesome <laughs> um, oh, man. so mean... there are a lot of things you can i think infer from from this storyline um you know uh, uh you know we we actually saw in the trailer itself that beta was probably caught in a trap uh so yeah i don't know how did, how did beta get here that'll be interesting to find out um but beta on the back of owen there you can see the little dinosaur head Tied. and then we see there was a i don't know if you saw that uh that uh tv spot did you see that tv spot that came out the other day with the carnotaurus and the allosaurus facing off against each other and then owen's in the middle like putting his arms up and there's a bunch of ian malcolm in this you didn't see this no, i haven't seen oh it. my no, god i haven't seen this oh it's so good and that's in the in the trailer or whatever uh ian malcolm's like is is that a dinosaur on your back <laughs> and owen's like yeah what like yeah, of course. <laughs> so awesome. it's like very Ian Malcolm. It feels very Lost World Ian Malcolm to me. Um, so yeah, definitely go watch that. I'm not going to play it here, but uh, but uh, I love what that I... like everybody's concerned, like everybody's looking hard at something, but like Ian's just like, yeah, you know, I'm just chilling here with my homies, uh, just hanging out with my friends. Uh, and what is, what Alan's is Stan like, Neil huh? like, what is over there? <laughs> I don't know. I've got issues with like a lot of the sight lines and a lot of these uh, images and things that they've shown off. I feel like nobody is looking in the right way or, or they're looking at different directions. It's, it's all very weird. Um, but uh, let's see what else there is real quick. Uh, oh, I love this shot. Oh, oh, 
I, I missed it, but uh, it was like Sam Neill. Uh, let's see. The best thing that I think came from this, and I think everybody can agree, is the Giganotosaurus at the very end. Um, and as soon as this shot comes out, I mean, look at the atmosphere. The, the tone of this it looks incredible. I cannot wait to see this in person. Oh, well, not in person, but like on a screen. Uh, yeah. But as soon as you see this, you're like, oh, my God, that's an animatronic. Like, you know it right away. This is talking about the legacy. It's it showed the T Rex animatronic a bunch of times, and then it caps it off with showing you where that legacy has gone. And it's it's finally yeah. in full form here with the uh, the Giganotosaurus full like well you know full to it a certain extent. I don't know how big it actually is, but uh, you know an awesome, amazing animatronic here. That is very exciting. I it's it's cool. Don't get me wrong, but like I. I do feel like whenever these animatronics wind up on screen for a little longer than like 30 frames, you're like, Oh, it's an animatronic. Whereas like, I don't, I don't know. I guess my mentality is kind of switched. Whereas like 10 years ago, I might've been like, Oh, that's CG. Oh, that's CG. Oh, that's CG. But now I'm just like, Oh, that's animatronic. And like that, whenever I see an animatronic, like it takes me out. Like, I think I was so amped up for the, the Dominion trailer that like when that animatronic Dilophosaur pops up, it like took me out of it. I was like, Oh, it looks fake. But yeah. like, yeah, yeah, this looks fine. It looks like a slow lumbering dinosaur. So like, who knows? I mean, it definitely is very reminiscent of the T-Rex roaring on the paddock, uh, mm -hmm. you know, facing uh, Grant when he's got the flare. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's cool. I I'm excited to see big animatronics, but I hope they look and I hope they feel good because, like, the Spinosaurus did not feel like a dinosaur. It felt like an animatronic. Like, hmm. I and I, I think three is like where animatronics really started falling apart because it just that Spinosaurus felt so fake, so hmm. fake. Like, it was beyond it, it was beyond I, excusable. Like, I don't think it was. Like, I don't think it was the Spinosaurus though. I I think it, it was more so the issue with how it was filmed. Um, well, yeah, just, but that's yeah. yeah I mean, it, it it all comes down to that. I, I, I mean, trust, I trust like, Colin here with with like how things will be filmed and and look. Um, but Jurassic Park three has issues, you know, in so many quadrants, and I think it was. You know, it was very clear from the start that the filming on that was just like subpar. And oh, sorry, Joe Johnson. I, I think... love Joe Johnson and, and all the movies he's done, but like that moment in particular just looked real bad. Like if it if it was they other parts, it would have been asking, great. But they were definitely asking too much of that robot. Like the parts that really stick out to me are like not even so much what's in in the water because I think there's so much there's so many other things going on in Jurassic Park three when it's in the water, but like when it's like tearing apart the plane and it's like sticking its nose in and it's clamped, like it just, I'm like, why is this here? Well, like again, this is I mean, way, the animatronic is, so is beautiful. Pink. Like the animatronic is great. No, I don't it's think stunning, there's, but the, yeah, the animation it, of it, the movement of it, the, yeah, the way it was, it was filmed, it was, it like, was something I think about like that era that was 2001. I feel like everybody's like, we got to do some sort of weird, like shaky cam, like in order to like sell the effect. Jurassic Park never, or the Lost World never did anything like that. But then Jurassic Park 3 comes around and it's like, oh, the, 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 the thing is roaring at me. Let me go like this with the camera. Like, it's just like, it looks terrible. And I know like, yeah. I've said it many times, but from the moment that aired on like 
whatever it was, Jay Leno or something like that, I was like, oh, oh no, oh no, this looks bad. Yeah. It was literally that scene, and I was like, this is bad. But um, you know, animatronics throughout the rest of the movie look great. I think uh, it's just that one scene. It's it's you know, it's kind of like in Jurassic World how like. After the battle, the T-Rex is, like, right there in the camera, and that's CG, and it looks terrible. Um, so there's moments that yeah. look great, and then there's moments that look terrible. But I'm, I'm very excited about this. I'm not saying CG is flawless. Like, look, I, I think the CG in Jurassic Park especially now, like, stands out, and you can be like, oh, mm -hmm. CG, CG, like, for sure. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, I keep saying Colin proved me wrong, and, like, every week I feel like I'm – or every month I feel like I'm on here where I'm like, yeah, Colin proved me wrong on this. This is going to be great. I thought this was going to be stupid, but Colin proved me wrong. Like, this looks cool. So, like, <laughs> I think this shot looks cool. Prove me wrong in two and a half hours that this animatronic, uh, this animatronic Giganotosaurus or, was worth it, you know? Um, yeah. I, I think it will really be. Cool. It does look so good. And, like, the vibrations on, like, around the nose area, it's just, like, incredible. It looks so, so good. So far, it looks nowhere near as bad as the Spinosaurus, which let me ask a question. I saw somebody and I don't, I couldn't tell if it was, I, I just like oh, briefly yeah. looked at it. I know what you're going to say, I think. Is there a Spinosaurus uh, in this movie? I mean, who knows, uh, you know, it's to be foreseen, I guess. But um, there was like, so, I don't know, I don't know where it came from, whether it was like a TV spot or something like that. Um or or this i don't remember but there was a sequence where like uh kayla watts is looking through like glass or something and in the glass you see something moving towards the window or i i don't know um i didn't see it i i don't think it i think it was like real like matrixing of the eye i, mean, I feel like people are like they want to see what they want to see um sure but i don't I, that's not i didn't see it like i saw the outline that the person drew in the video that I watched, but I'm like, I don't see how that equates to that outline that they drew. So I'm just like, I think is it's the end of something this, else. Is the end of this movie, is the end of this movie, the T-Rex and the Spinosaurus, like doing the, the bro, uh, <laughs> fist grab. Like. It's, it's like, it's like this grudge match, like Superman versus Batman. And it's just at the end, yeah, like, like, we got to come together here. We know we've got, had some differences in the past, but uh, but this Giganotosaurus, it's it's a threat <laughs> to our entire world. Uh, oh, which by the way, I love you Batman think, versus Superman. So. Do you? Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. If you don't like that movie, what's wrong <laughs> with you? Um. The only thing I don't want to happen at the end of this movie, I don't want any of the big, the big predators to die. Like, if we're heading into a Jurassic world at the end of this movie. I think these, I think these alpha predators or whatever they they're considered. I don't know. I don't know science, but like, whatever these animals are considered, I hope they do kind of like walk away in like a Kong versus Godzilla kind of way, where it's like based on the based on the not the trailer. What was that? The pre the not the prequel. What was the thing the that they that would look like a net? Yeah, the prologue. <laughs> I feel like we're like. Based on the prologue, I feel like Dominion is going to be like the lead up to the grudge match where like the T-Rex beats the Giganotosaurus. But like, yeah, I don't really want that. Like, OK, I, oh, keep wow. going, like just keep adding giant predators to this world that we live in. Like you, you just it, want you, know? you just want it to be like the T-Rex to be like, yo, stay on that side of the fence and we're good. Like just stay over there. 
Yeah, like, I I don't know, I mean, it doesn't need to be as, like, I don't think it needs to be as cheesy as Godzilla vs. Kong, where, like, they come to, like, an agreement or something. <laughs> but if the T-Rex wants to, like, push the Giganotosaurus, like, off a sloping cliff or something, and then we see the Giganotosaurus, like, At the bottom get of upset the and, yeah, like, we just, like, I can't get back he, up. Like, you know, I guess the fight's pushes over. him off the cliff, and then like the Giganotosaurus like gets up and looks up, and then like the T Rex roars, and Giganotosaurus like walks away. T Rex like, is like, "I've got the high ground," and you know, and then the Giganotosaurus loses its legs, and then it becomes Darth Vader. <laughs> it's yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just I don't know. Like the Rex, I see what you mean. Though. Be this. The Rex cannot possibly be the only giant theropod running around the United States at this stage. Like, we need to get well, to a we need to get to a Jurassic World. Well, yeah, I mean, surprisingly, the uh, Therizinosaurus is taller than a T Rex. I was, my mind was blown. I was like, well, "Are you kidding me?" I did not realize it was going to be that big. Um, and I mean, based off the the video, the, the teasers and trailers and stuff the carnotaurus and the uh allosaurus are like massive now so there's some big ones out there but i would love if if by chance like one of these dinosaurs died at the end i'll say the t-rex if the t-rex wins the battle or something maybe both of them die um i would like like the, like a teaser at the end of the movie or mid credits or something to just be like showing different eggs hatching around the world and just showing that like hey life is flourishing here's a here and and you see a baby t-rex born or, or like you see like you know a gigantosaurus baby born or something like that it could be interesting to see like eggs flourishing around the world and, and then showing that hey this isn't over you know we've got plenty of stories to tell i mean you're getting a little too close to like godzilla 98 for me but okay <laughs> That's what I was I was going to say. We should go to Madison Square Garden in New York and just like inside yeah. there is just so many eggs. You know, that would be perfect. Great movie. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I don't not too much else. I feel like is uh, I mean, it's, this featurette was fantastic. It showed a lot of, you know, new looks and things. Uh, Dude, but what's that thing that Woo's got on his desk? That giant bug thing. It's oh, disgusting. yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, they are showing up a lot in different things. And I mean, we kind of know what it is. Uh, you know, we've seen, uh, I don't know if it's in here, but there was, you know, we did see a big swarm in the uh, the right. trailer, right? So could it be a swarm? Oh, and also, yeah. Oh, let me let me bring it up here if I can. Where was that in the video? Oh, come on. Come on, Laura. I know she's, she uh, does a interview somewhere. Oh, dude. That apatosaurus in the lake, it's so cool. That's a uh, yeah, Dreadnoughtus. It's just oh that oh and is this that the is this is one of those which was interesting. It was a stock like photo or whatever it was, um, of this amazing background, and then layered on is fog and the like a helicopter y thing in the background and bugs flying around or whatever, and then obviously the dreadnoughtus it plopped in the middle, but like that's two things so far. You know, we've gotten stock at least a stock image here of this scene and we've gotten the yeah. uh, stock footage of like the the horses running in the open field and then they added in a bunch of parasaurolophus um so interesting that like two things 
our our uh why can't i not get this our stock photos it literally like won't stop on the right moment but there is we'll play a moment. through uh yeah we're gonna get the video taken down oh is that what happens really yeah. okay don't all do right. it then oh I, it's too late now oh my gosh play play, play. All right, there all right so this shot here you can see that Ellie is in, or Laura Dern is doing an interview. This is not from the movie, but uh, she's in a lab type setting. And there's interestingly like, like wheat or something like that, like all spread around here. Like there's different plant sections uh, on and the side of giant her. grass and, and these giant locusty things here, which um, it was funny the other day, uh, some Instagram account was sharing these massive bugs that looked something like these, whatever these are. And I forget what they were, but it made this noise that was so horrifying. And it was just like, I'll see if I can bring it up here while we're talking, but it was so incredibly loud and scary. And I sent it to a friend of mine and the, the thing he like followed it up with was like, dude, that's something that's like straight out of JP and, you know, meaning Jurassic Park. And I was like, dude, uh, that's funny you say that. Uh, here, here's this. Oh, I hit the wrong button. Come on. No, thank you. No, like, no. it's just like, it just sounds terrible. Like, just like this yeah weapon going off or something like that it's just like imagine like a swarm i don't know i guess maybe it makes that noise when it flies or something or maybe not but imagine like a swarm of something like that that is just massive and this is like this guy's holding this in his hand it is huge which those things in behind her are even bigger so you know Imagine how scary a bug is, like that big, first off. And then, Dude, you know, I can't swarms wait. of them. I can't wait to figure out what – I can't wait to see what's going on in the world. Like, yeah, this seems to me like the first time we're getting introduced to something that it's like dinosaurs are – there's still the A plot, but there's like also a B plot happening. Mm-hmm. Whereas like I feel like every Jurassic Park movie, it's been like, no, it's just dinosaurs are the plot. That's it. Like that's what's going on. Is you're running from dinosaurs. This seems to yeah. have something that's like there's an actual consequence now to having dinosaurs. And I wish we would have gotten there sooner. I'm I'm starting to think that like Dominion or Fallen Kingdom almost could have like started with an auction. And I feel like I I mean I don't know. Like I just hmm. I almost think that like the almost all of Fallen Kingdom could have been like a paragraph at the beginning of the film. <laughs> like, I, the, the the variation of uh, love or hate for this movie is just so fascinating to me. Like, it's wild to hear different people's takes on how bad the movie is or how good the movie is. Like, it's, it's not even like, I think it's like bad. Like, I mean, I think anybody who listens consistently knows it's not my favorite one, but like, I don't think it's bad i just think like we're at dominion and i like hearing like oh dominion could have been two movies and like they shot like six hours worth of footage and yeah it's like 
man, mm. I kind of now, like, now that I see like how cool I think like where where Colin wanted to take us, I kind of wish we would have gotten there sooner. Which leads yeah. me into this like I don't know if Fallen Kingdom needed to be the Sorna, not the Sorna. I don't know if Fallen Kingdom needed to be the Nublar volcano thing. Like, yeah, it 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 does definitely feel like two different things i i understand that but i and i wasn't i wasn't meaning to put that on you as far as hating the movie um, no, sure yeah, yeah, yeah. I, i've heard i've heard that from plenty of people but um but yeah uh it remind it reminds me and we maybe talked about this uh at some point but like this whole thing with spider-man no way home it's like at one point like i i, I feel like i've heard that the movie was going to be something else and be more of a lead in to what it became, but like Toby and Andrew are around. So like, well, let's, let's utilize them now. Um, but you could see a version of that movie where like, they actually do come to terms with what happened in the previous movie instead of just being like, Oh yeah, it's over in one line in the movie. And apparently Dr. Strange would have come before, you know, in the, without the, the pandemic happening that I think that movie was slated to come out first. So it's like, what in the world would have that, would that of universe, uh, that universe have looked like if things came out differently. And, uh, I feel that way with Jurassic where it's like, what, what if these movies came out like, you know, the way they maybe initially had planned to make them or, or whatever. And maybe they didn't get the approval from the studio or something. It's, it's fascinating to think about all these untold stories that are out there, you know, for different, uh, franchises well i can't say anything about that <laughs> so that's fine that's fine <laughs> uh all right so that's i think that's enough for the featurette let's move on to uh, a few tweets here from colin uh having to do with uh this movie jurassic world dominion so colin tweeted it's a problem and there's a uh, North American dinosaur sightings out there. So we've got yeah. uh, a bunch of different sightings. How do I, can I make this any bigger? No, uh, we've got, oh, this is going to be terrible, isn't it? Uh, we've got a lot of sightings on the West co coast to the middle of the country. Um, nothing on the East coast. So no dinosaurs here where I'm at. Nothing uh, in Michigan. What's in Oklahoma. What do I got to worry about here in Oklahoma? Pteranodons? That's it. Uh, I, I, here, I don't even know Oklahoma, where it is. Right, right above Texas. <laughs> oh right yeah, yeah Texas. okay. <laughs> uh, it's the yeah, so I don't worry about pteranodons. Yeah. My, you got to worry about that. My yeah. home state, my home state of Michigan. We're still good there. You're good. Yep. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't hate this. I think it's cool he shared this. No, I, no, no. Again, I still wish. We were, like, I wish we were further along. Like what? Like I wish we were still further along than this. Yeah, I mean, I like that there's different, uh, you know, centralized locations. This is like, this is almost looks like a map of like, hey, where are the COVID hotspots? Uh, you've got big hotspots in different sure. areas, um, but uh, California, Nevada, Oregon, uh, Utah, and, and they've got like some pretty big. Idaho, I guess, has uh, you know kind of bordering a few different places. So uh, there's a lot of big hotspots out there, and then some littler ones. Um, and uh, the, the pteranodon ones, I feel like that's like, hey, maybe that was like one sighting of a pteranodon or something like that. Yeah. Um, the Bering Sea has the Mosasaurus over there on the, the corner near Alaska. It shows. Uh, so 
there's a lot. We've got Velociraptor, T-Rex, Stegosaurus, Triceratops, Parasaurolophus, Patasaurus, Ankylosaurus, Allosaurus, Baryonyx, Carnotaurus, Gallimimus, Mosasaurus, Compsognathus, uh, Nasutoceratops, Stigmolach, Pteranodon. Um, yeah, so that's pretty is cool. There, but nothing, nothing is past there anything, Illinois. Is there anything saying that... Do we know for a fact that this movie that we're going to... Like, so we've seen the trailer, and right, like at the end of the trailer, everyone's saying that it's like Northern California, right? Because it's wooded. It's... Well, um... Uh, I would. Ha- do I we, don't know where. This, I don't know where that. Be... Go ahead. Could it be finish. Maine? Could it be Maine? Instead no. of Northern California, like could, it? It can't be like the East Coast somewhere. So there was some image that was released. Um, I don't know where it was, but there's been a lot of like promotional pictures and things coming out over the past several days. Uh, there, and there is this place, which is where is this? Uh, okay, it looks like. So it said something about the Biosyn headquarters, I think, um, located maybe somewhere in the Caucasus Mountains. Is that how you say that? I don't know. Ca- Caucasus I don't know. Mountains. I don't know. Um, and this mountains is a uh, this mountain range is at the intersection of Asia and Europe, stretching between the Black Sea and the Caspian Sea. Uh, so let's see: countries: uh, Armenia, Azerbaijan, Georgia, Iran, Russia, and Turkey. So that would be that would be an interesting place, I guess, to um, to house these. You know, I don't know like what. I don't know anything about this area, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, but, you know, maybe it's a place where they could hide or, you know, stay in between all of these countries. And maybe it's like off the, the radar or something like that. I don't know. Um, but it's it looks a lot like that area based off of what I can see here. So I could definitely see that being where the, you know, where the thing is. And we did hear uh, from, I think it was Entertainment uh, I almost said Entertainment Earth. Uh, no, it was Entertainment Weekly. Uh, posted, you know, a bunch of different articles and things like that. And they did say that uh, somewhere in there, uh, Biosyn, I think, had like the contract or something, the agreement to take these dinosaurs and like maybe do some testing and things like that on on them for uh, medical advancements or things going on in the world. Um, and uh, they are basically housing these. So maybe this is where they're housing them. Um, and they have basically these contracts or agreements with different uh, government agencies around the world, like the Department of Fish and Wildlife here in the U.S., to, you know, they're the ones who gather them up, and then they ship them off to, you know, maybe this mountain range. Could be interesting. Okay. So cool. a, lo- a lot of information revealed out there. Uh, nothing I said was, you know, anything you couldn't find elsewhere. So, uh, yeah, that, that's probably where that location is. But, uh, you know, who knows? Take it with a grain of salt, I guess. But that's just a, a fun image. Uh, we also do have another image here, uh, if I can click the right thing, of Alan Grant. Yeah, that's a it cool is, image. It is, it is fantastic. It's very spielberg I mean, it looks, and 
Yeah. It looks like uh, Indiana Jones, their silhouette of Indiana Jones showing up for the first time yeah. in like Raiders or something. Now, I think this is a shot from, I'm going to assume this is like the Amber Mines or something. We keep hearing this reference to the Amber Mines. Um, so I- I'm guessing that's what this is because you do see minecart tracks. It does look like the entrance to a mine. You look behind him, there is a ladder. And that is, I think that's the same ladder, and it looks like this guy over here is holding the flare, maybe, the torch thing that, that Grant has when he's coming down that ladder in, uh, you know, this, uh, it was, I think it was in this, uh, this video here at some point where he was looking. Oh, I believe, I believe you, you don't gotta, yeah, there it is, yeah. Yeah, wherever it was, uh, wherever it is. But uh, but yeah, pretty cool. I love that. That's a good, cool image there. Very Spielberg, if you ask me. And uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's cool, man. Yeah, some some article or somewhere, uh, uh, Sam Neil ha- I think had mentioned that uh, Colin reminds him a lot of Spielberg. So that's cool to hear. That is pretty cool to hear. Well, it's funny you say that because like if you go if you I don't know if you follow like the red letter media guys. Um, no, they. Oh, really? Okay. They have, like, some great stuff. And they notoriously, like, nitpick on movies. And when Jurassic World came out, I popped back over there because I was like, right, I just want to see the hate they have for this movie. Because like, <laughs> I remember coming out of Jurassic World with mixed feelings. It really grew on me uh, pretty quick. Um, but the guy who I was expecting him to, like, hate it, he his opinion, he really liked it. And the, the guy, the guy, usually they agree on things. And the, his partner was like, "Really? Like, what did you like about this movie?" And he goes, "He's like, this guy understands Spielberg. He's like, this movie, while not directed at all by Spielberg, he goes, he goes, Spielberg presumably was kind of hands off producer, like he always is when he's a producer. But yeah. he was like, this guy understands what made Spielberg movies magical in the 80s and 90s. And he goes, when I watch this movie, I feel like it's being directed by Steven Spielberg. And so, like, it's interesting that, like, Sam Neill kind of has that, like, same vibe, like, working with him. Like, I feel like Colin has kind of had his, like, especially with, like, Book of Henry, like, everyone kind of, like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, piling on him for that movie. And then, yeah. like people kind of like rejoicing when he got let go from star Wars or wasn't doing star Wars anymore or whatever. But like maybe Colin is kind of found his, like maybe Colin's calling is, is doing some of these, like these maybe Colin's calling is to kind of carry that torch of what Amblin is, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. That could be, um, he's kind of said like, he said, over like, over, like, Abrams, say, like you but... know, Am- I mean, kind of, but J.J. Abrams, I don't, I don't really know. I don't know, I don't know where I really stand on J.J. Abrams at this point. Like, I don't necessarily blame him for what Star Wars 9 was, because I feel like a lot of the blame for what that movie is, and not that, well, I'm not getting into the debate of was it good or was it bad. (laughs) No, I'm not getting getting in the argument of was, was 8 or 9 good or bad, but not you have to admit nine was a reaction to eight and like mm-hmm. nine was the way it was because eight didn't do really anything to like push the story along like in like so there was so much ground to cover at the end of eight 
it was like you could definitely see that there wasn't a plan. And I will say the one thing I do enjoy about this these Jurassic World movies, Chavarro has had a plan. And yeah, part mean, of the plan like was to bring in a different director for the second movie, and that's fine. It's his prerogative to do that. Yeah. But they do feel cohesive, which Jurassic Park has never – because of Jurassic Park 3, Jurassic Park has never felt cohesive as a trilogy. Yeah. And so it's been nice to see some cohesion come in when I don't feel like you know the movies that should have had it were Star Wars, and Star Wars feels more disjointed now than ever because of like and it and it feels it's even worse because like Mandalorian is so great, you know, it's like I don't know. I know well, you're a fan of of the new well, yeah, where where we are the red letter media guys in terms of uh, Jurassic World, like you were saying before, like I. I, I I love those movies. <laughs> I get I get like the the criticisms of them, but like I don't care. Like it just they're fun, um, and I love you know the stuff on Disney Plus too. So I think they've been doing you know great stuff. But uh, and you also ha- can't discount the fact that like Carrie Fisher died and that like threw a big wrench into the plans. You know, yeah, like it was that was supposed to be her movie. It, I'm sure. So yeah, um, but where were we? Was that it? That was it. That's it for Jurassic World Dominion. Let's move on to our final topic. Um, I guess I'm just going to bring up this article here from the website, JurassicParkPodcast.com. What's his name? Tom. He didn't put his title in the thing here, but Tom Jurassic uh, wrote up a little article. I just wanted to point it out because he's got some pictures in here um, and things, but this mostly is uh, because of this picture up here on the top, which I already showed off earlier, but uh, you know, I've got this rusted Barbasol can here. That's a promo for Jurassic World Dominion. But we also have this rusted Barbasol can, which it doesn't obviously doesn't say Barbasol in it. You know, it looks slightly different, but like not, it's not too bad. They've they've done, I think, some some good justice to they it. They did what needed to be done to to skirt around licensing well, and copyrights. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how much, yeah, is is about the licensing and stuff because in Camp Cretaceous and in, in the, the world of Camp Cretaceous, there actually is no like english language really it's all just no, like no no yeah, like yeah. weird symbols and things like that but we got this teaser well, they trailer do, they do that so they don't, they don't have to re-render multiple frames of different languages so like mm-hmm. in a lot of kids tv you'll see like uh you'll see signs that like are like pictures like representing what a store might be um, or like in the sense of, or in the case of Camp Cretaceous, like it's usually just like gibberish written. Yeah. Like even I saw the trailer for season five and like they go by T-Rex Kingdom. And it's so obviously the text that's supposed to say T-Rex Kingdom, but it's like, huh? it's like minion okay. language. I, yeah. I think that was like, it wasn't from the, the fifth season. I think there was at the beginning portion, there was like a bunch of clips from the past seasons. Um, which I laughed at because the oh, entertainment okay. it was Entertainment Weekly again. Here was the uh, first look for the season, um, and and they they mentioned that like, oh, in this season we get to see the kids. Uh, you know, it was like Brooklyn, uh, Kenji, and and Darius. I think in, in replicating the kitchen sequence from Jurassic Park. I was like, guys, that was season three. Like that was in season three. We already saw that, um, but they pointed it out as something from season five. I'm like, come on. 
but um you know what i've seen them all and that fooled me i had no idea <laughs> Um, we do have this Barbasol can and we've got a lot of questions. This is the biggest question, right? What, what are we doing? Uh, what, what is this? Whose hands are these? When is this? Does this ruin all of our thoughts and theories for Dominion? Cause we have, we have this great theory for Dominion, right? Like that it starts or could open or have a sequence with the Barbasol can. But what is the this? Can? What does this mean? doesn't matter the the can has an established timeline of how long it can last yeah away from cryogenics like the can has what do you say 72 hours is that what it is i think it was 36 there's enough coolant inside for 30 72 seems really long uh <laughs> for like how fast nedry was like trying to get to that dock so like yeah it just like the can has an established like ex, ex- expiration date so like and it's like i would assume instantaneous because when you're keeping something in cryogenic like freezing temperatures the second that like it goes below us or above a certain yeah. degree it's like all those embryos just become invalid and die so i mean can you can you I still get dna you're... from it though like the embryos are not viable but there's dna in there does that matter does that factor into anything i feel like we're getting into some hey this is the wire man this is the wire (laughs) all right so let's get back to the basics though what is this picture so and what is happening in this season what do you think is the this the scenario where somebody's picking up this can i don't know but Based off previous seasons, they try really hard to make it like line up with all the movies. So whether or not it is or is not canon is only based on your perception of like, do you like it or do you not like it? Because I don't think they do really <laughs> anything. Do they do anything that like would disrupt the movies? Usually the movies play more of a role in that story than they play in the role of the in the story of the movies. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not like, uh, I, you know, there's little discrepancies. People will jump on anything to say that this is not Canon. Uh, I know there's a big collection yeah. of people out there that say, Oh, this is clearly not Canon. And to those people, I say, you're absolutely out of your mind. Uh, they consider it Canon. Th- that's what they've said. So it is, uh, right. Isn't that how we think about things? But, unfortunately that's not i guess how fandom works but they yes there's discrepancies but i don't think there's anything as big or major as like the like jurassic park the game where like the t-rex burst through the door and then you know in jurassic world we see that the door's fine you know like they didn't that never happened um of the visitor center by the way um i don't think there's anything major like that you know but um I think it's like, hey, in Jurassic World, when the kids went into the old visitor center, we we don't see this scaffolding or something that's there in Camp Cretaceous season three, and it's like, yeah, but okay, like, does that not make it canon? I don't know, but uh, no, like, I, I get what you mean. A, though, misalign- they- a misalignment of the set, like, I feel like you could easily, I you could easily, sure, if it's canon now, 
I feel like it could easily like be like plucked out of existence and not play have no weight on the movies like whatsoever. Whereas like without the movies, yeah. Clearly, there is no Camp Cretaceous without some of the major plot points from uh, the movies, right? Like, yeah, I mean, it would just be its own random story, I guess. But, uh, but, I mean, but like, let's say, for instance, that, um, you know, are you trying to get me to say something? What are you trying to get? No, 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 I'm literally just trying to ask what you're thinking, man. That's all. I just give me a simple response. Uh, no. no, I no, think no. our theory. Wait, hold on, hold on, I think our on. theory that we came up with is way better than what this could possibly ever be. Okay, okay. Uh, well, I guess um, what I was gonna say is, like, say for instance about the canon. It's like if canon establishes in or, or Camp Cretaceous establishes controllable dinosaurs, and then dinosaurs show up in Dominion as potentially controllable dinosaurs, uh, you know. Does that make Camp Cretaceous essential or with Dominion having a line of like, we put a lot of work into this, but we can now control dinosaurs with a chip. Does that like null and void Camp Cretaceous, you know, like. I didn't finish season four, but <laughs> Spoilers. To, do I, you can spoil it. Do they actually control them with chips by yeah, the end man. of season four? Yeah. Do they? Yeah. Oh, gross. No, dude. I am the total opposite. I know a lot of people really despise this because actually, let me see if I can bring it up and see, and we'll also get your thoughts. We'll go back to the Barbasol can. Um, But there is a moment in the trailer, which I know a lot of people are harping on, that is a just, oh my God, what is going on with this? It's just repeating frames. Uh, this, This, I don't know why it's not playing here. Give me one second. But it's a it's a yeah, shot it's of there we go uh, of a bunch of dinosaurs yeah. coming up for some reason mixed in with a bunch of humans. There's uh, a character in the middle, which I don't know if you know, but I won't say. But there's a character in the middle, and then there's a, some mercenaries, and there's Baryonyx, there's uh, Carnotaurus, Spinosaurus. And, it, I mean, it seems like, I don't know for sure, I don't know if it's been confirmed anywhere, but it looks like Toro to me from the first two seasons or whatever. Uh, it looks like Baryonyx Limbo from, from you know, Nublar. And, uh, you know, it's been alluded to that it's right, it's, it should be the Spinosaurus from Jurassic Park 3. Um, but, and we do see later on in this trailer at some point that one of the characters is trying to chip the uh, Carnotaurus. And what happens is spoilers for this for this fourth season, but there there's a storyline where character wants Darius to like chip the Spinosaurus and and then chip uh, a a Brachiosaurus baby, and it's just painful to watch. Like it's really painful to watch because like you're seeing a dinosaur move against its will, and you basically like it, it's horrifying to watch like to see that happen, um, and. I think that these 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 entire these entire movies have all been about control. Like since Jurassic Park, that was literally the theme like of that movie is like you never had control. It was all an illusion. And you know, it was all about control for John Hammond and then you know, uh what's his name? Uh Ludlow's really trying to control things and get you know a new place up and up and running, but he can't control the situation. 
I don't know about Jurassic Park three. Maybe Grant's trying to control things with the uh, is there with the the, the whistle. Is there? <laughs> yeah, Jurassic Jurassic Park three is just a disaster. Is there, <laughs> is there is there science to back this up? Can we can we control? Like, can uh, we look, control like amoebas or something like that? Like, I feel like I, mean, I feel like there has been science. They've been chipping like, amoebas for years like, now, man. Where have you been? No, but like through like <laughs> through like electro like electroshock, you can get like single cell organisms to like move or whatever. I don't know. I mean, of course, I, if you look, shock here, something with electric, it's going to move. I don't know. I don't know the science behind controlling animals we we know that we you know micro trip chip animals all the time you know for you know your pets or whatever to locate or to identify and things like that um and i i there was some confirm confirmation in a live stream um about like how how much we try to control animals you know in real life and i think that's what jurassic world set up was like hey let's control these animals Owen it was literally trying to control them with his clicks and his hand motions and things like that. That was literally what that movie's about. It's like, how can we control these animals to do what we want them to do? And then uh, Fallen Kingdom comes around. And it's like, hey, we we can control this Indoraptor with signal and and sound and and visual you know elements with this weapon. Um, and and Dominion literally means the title means control. Like that's literally what that means. And a control over nature or something like that so it makes sense to me to to naturally progress from just trying to control dinosaurs to literally controlling dinosaurs um and i think that you know when we, does this when does this come out this season comes out july 21st so after dominion but the events of this take place before dominion Oh yeah, well, well before Dominion, yeah, that's well the thing. It, it this takes place so it's really in like 2016 or something like that, like literally after so Jurassic World. Yeah, if you can chip these dino brains, is it really of any consequence to what's happening in the world? In like, let's say Malta or something. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, look, because we've seen this character here that I have uh, with this, you know, Soyano Santos. This character here is literally holding what the box says is a controller. So I don't know if it's a controller to open this door or a controller. No, to you're control. not making an accessory. You're not making that accessory for a remote yeah. for the door. Like that's no, I don't think so. But you never know. I don't know. But I think these these atrociraptors are going to be controlled dinosaurs that they took Owen's studies and Owen's creations progressed it to a point where now we don't need that anymore that's the old school way of doing things it's like back to the future 2 where Elijah Wood comes into the the cafe and is like you have to use your hands it's like a baby's toy you know uh when he plays that that gun game <laughs> um but yeah. you know now it's like we don't need Owen doesn't need to use his hands anymore that's the oh, that's the baby's way of doing things. We have this thing that's in her hand. That's a controller, and we can tell these. We can you know bring these atrociraptors into the you know into the the arena and and just like let them loose and try to track down some humans or whoever. Um, so I think this show is going to play a big role in you know giving that control to uh, Dominion and and uh, releasing it. And I think. Uh, 
I don't know. I think I think that could be the big tie that they've alluded to for ages now about how Camp Cretaceous ties into Jurassic World Dominion. So I think we're on that path. Um, I hope they have the nerve to do it. Maybe this is like at the end of this, they're like, you know, get this over to Dotson or get the, you know, the yeah. tech works, yeah. call the boss or something. You know, I don't know. Yep. Um, and we have seen okay. this tech upgrade. Um, so in season four, the, the guy is using like, he's literally doing this for the first time and he's using a tablet. And in this scene, it almost looks like they've got like, you know, like Xbox controllers or something like PlayStation controllers in their hands, you know? I don't know. And I, you know, uh, I could, and, and there, there were, uh, you probably saw it at some point, but they, they were also trying to make the dinosaurs battle each other in, in season four. So that's where I was at was like, they were going to be like doing these battle things by forcing these animals, like be in close quarters, which there is a like scene in one of the TV spots or trailers where like, you see like, they're like in the, it's like the, chicken fight pit but it's like a small baryonyx and a small carnotaur at least they look small and he's got that yeah, robot yeah, yeah, hand yeah. Um, no yeah that I'm, was I'm, from that was from the ew article i think um that picture can we control animal minds the truth is the ability to control another organism with with your mind is pretty amazing no that's not what i asked you google <laughs> remote yeah. control animal no, that'll just bring up like a dog that barks and does flips or something like that. <laughs> oh, oh no, 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 no! Here we go. This is real. All right, Wikipedia. If it's on Wikipedia, it must be true. Uh, remote control animals are animals <laughs> that are schools. controlled remotely by humans. Some applications require electrodes to be implanted in the animal's nervous system, connected to a receiver, which is usually carried on the animal's back. The animals are controlled by the use of radio signals. The electrodes do not move the animal directly as if controlling a robot. Rather, they signal a direction or action desired by the human operator and the, and then stimulate the animal's reward centers if the animal complies. These are sometimes called biorobotics or bio... All right, it keeps going. And there's an image of a rat with like, okay, so this is real. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that rat. Um, yeah, and, and look, mean, cool. here's, the, like, here's the thing is like, you asked like, when does this show take place? Like I said... Uh, Jurassic World happened. That's when the kids got lost in, in on the island. And then mm-hmm. it was like something like, you know, six months went by because that's what they established. That's when the beginning of Fallen Kingdom takes place, right? Like six months mm-hmm. later. And then this, the fourth season is only like days after that or whatever. So, you know, we're only yeah. six months after Jurassic World. And this tech apparently exists out there in the world back then. So Jurassic World and Jurassic Park even, like, it's always been a step ahead, like, technology-wise. Like, I remember back in 93, it's like, whoa, you know, interactive CD-ROMs? Like, what is that? Like, I don't know what that is, you know, as a kid. And and Jurassic World has holograms and, you know, gyrospheres and interesting things like that. So why not? You know, why not have the tech a little bit ahead of us? Those copters or whatever they are those like quadcopter looking things that are in jurassic world dominion i don't know if that's real but it looks like super futuristic and we've got that apple headquarters and uh, you know so there's a lot of things going on in this movie that could be ahead of our time um so i'm i'm okay with them taking some liberties and like maybe we're not there yet you know we've got some rat that could maybe 
you know, be controlled with a vibration or something like that. But like, I think I think I'm willing to cut them some slack and say like, yeah, they could do it. You know, in in the no, Jurassic no, totally. World timeline. Yeah. I'm not saying the science needs to be one-to-one. I'm saying I need some sort of like real world counterpart. And if the real world counterpart is we can tell a rat where to go because we're stimulating. It's like, it's basically it's reward center in its brain to like go this way and do this thing. Then I guess I'm kind of okay with this like leap in, in tech. It's not like super ideal. Cause I think it's kind of corny, but it's yeah. not on now. It's not like un. Yeah, like it's not listen, so unrealistic. I, I I continued scrolling here, and it's it, here's the one for dogs. Right, dogs are often used in disaster relief at crime scenes and on battlefields. So literally, that that is what Jurassic World was trying to do was take Velociraptors into mm-hmm. battlefields. Uh, but it's not always yeah. easy for them to hear the commands of their handlers. A command module which contains a microprocessor, wireless radio, GPS receiver. And an uh, attitude and heading reference system, uh, I don't know, uh, can be fitted for dogs. The command module delivers vibrations or sound commands uh, to the dog to guide it in certain directions or to perform certain actions. The overall success rate of the control system is 86.6%. That's wild. I mean, and dogs are much smarter than, like, you know, like, like, and there's this non-invasive i'm looking i'm looking at this non-invasive method researchers at harvard university have created brain-to-brain interface uh between humans and some kind of rat uh simply by (laughs) thinking the appropriate thought the bbi allows the human to control the rat's tail all right you know what fine you got me (laughs) you're legitimate See, All right. this is you're this is, fine. This is what we needed. You know, I think this is this is the conversation that everybody needed, right? Like we had to get to the bottom and of like, this. And dude, we're doing this, we're doing this with so many animals. Mice, rats, dogs, cockroaches, beetles, uh, fish, turtles, geckos, pigeons. <laughs> Dog fish sharks. Like what? surely we can do dinosaurs okay fine, yeah fine. i look i i'm down for it. and and if you get to that moment in in season four and you see it being used on a baby brachiosaurus it it was brutal like i was like this is in a kid show this is this is scary like to see yeah the, i'll get there like now basically I'm, now I'm like interested the tears running down this dinosaur's eyes as it's fighting against the commands like it does not want to do the commands and to see them maybe perfect that, obviously we've got a dinosaur lineup here of of dinosaurs ready to yeah. go into battle or whatever they're doing. I don't know. Uh, they're probably like, go find those kids, track them down, and and <laughs> you know, go eat them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Uh, so I'm in. I'm totally in, and I'm. I would love to see that be utilized in Jurassic World Dominion. I really hope so. But. Let's continue on with those ties. Let's go back for a second to that Barbasol can. We didn't really get to the bottom of this. You think our approach with with just to remind everybody that hasn't heard, but you've definitely probably heard, but we've talked about um, an opening sequence or something like that that basically shows the meeting between Dodgson and Nedry at the cafe. And I, I've loved this idea of like uh, Dr. Wu sitting very close by and hearing this conversation, right? And being like, you know, Nedry's going to fail. He's not going to do this. He's thinking this in his own head. So when Nedry leaves that that meeting, 
he goes over to Dodgson and is like, Dodgson, look, I'm your guy. Like, forget about Nedry. I know you just paid him $750,000, but, uh, or whatever. Uh, I'm going to follow up and I'm going to make sure he he gets the Barbasol can back to you because I don't think he's going to be able to do it. So he's like, okay, all right, I'll cut you in. I'll cut you in. Um, and then, you know, the movie continues. We, 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 you know, we know what happens in Jurassic Park. Dennis Nedry dies. The canister falls in the mud. But I would, we don't know what happened to, to Henry Wu, right? And I think this is a good explanation because we want to know why Henry Wu is maybe nefarious or evil, in quotes, uh, you know, in these Jurassic World movies or misguided. Um, I think this is a good way to tie it into Dodgson, to, to show us who Dodgson is, remind everybody about that sequence in Jurassic Park that took place, show us the Barbasol can, show us Nedry, show us all that good stuff. And talk about why uh, why Henry Wu might be a little on the bad side of history um, because he's been maybe on the bad side since the beginning. That would be pretty interesting to me. I know a lot of people don't want that, but it would also give us this opportunity to see uh, Henry Wu follow up, pick up the canister with his hands, and say, I got it. You know, I can do this. Let's get it back to, to Dodgson. And I, I always thought, like, maybe, we, maybe Dodgson and, and Wu would fail with their with their science, um, which would lead us to Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, and then Dominion. I've been thinking about this like woo thing a little bit more, and like you really get a sense of it in Jurassic World. But like, what if we get some kind of establishment that like woo was not happy that like that his creation was just being used to like as like an amusement park attraction, like. What if that wasn't the pitch? And I don't think they yeah. need to cover this in the movie or anything, but like, what if that wasn't the pitch that John Hammond had given him? Like, you know, what if there was something greater that John Hammond was going to do? Although I kind of don't think so, because John Hammond was always about entertainment, like always. Yeah, but I don't I know. know. That's, Maybe... that's why the whole Dr. Hammond making the dinosaurs thing doesn't really sit totally well with me. It's like he was the entertainment guy. Um, but I think, I think you're on to something because that just like – makes us even better of a theory. It's like there's a reason behind him. Like, you know, the the same reason that Dennis Nedry was like, I'm I'm underpaid. I'm I'm not, you know, appreciated. I'm not, I'm not appreciated in my time. Whatever he says. Um yeah. and I think the same could be said about Dr. Wu. It's like, you're right. I don't think he would want his creations to be used as theme park attractions. I think he he would have grander, you know, ideas. Even if store. even if that's like was the even initial intention right like hey i i want you to make dinosaurs and like that's intriguing enough but like as time goes on like over the years and you've created some species and like you see like wouldn't your like eventually wouldn't your reactions be like oh this is such a waste of my creation like mm -hmm. really this guy's just gonna lock him up on like and, and charge people 50 bucks to like come yeah. see these things like yeah it, that just seems like a waste i i know? could definitely see dr Wu being somebody who is maybe wooed by uh dodgson or biosyn early on before his career with uh jurassic park and being like you know like i know that guy i know what he's up to like you know you know i've thought about it before but then john hammond's like here here's way more money or something like that to do to do this project so i could see them already knowing each other and then and then we do see that you know woo is uh very sad and upset and he has to fix some mistakes um, he said that in maybe the featurette, I think. Um, so yeah, I think there's a chance that this could be Dr. Wu 
back in 93 or something like that, or 94. I know it's rusted, and we do know that these cans can rust pretty quickly. You know, everybody has one in the shower at, at some point, and it's rusted the bottom. Uh, and, it, you know, how long was that? Of course, it was longer than 36 hours, but um, but I don't know, man. I, I feel yeah, like this, I just, this could dispel our theory I'm gonna be, bit, but... I'm going to be really disappointed if the timeline of the canister just gets ignored mm-hmm. because I feel like that is, that is an important note to the, to the MacGuffin of that movie that like, look, this canister has to be found within 36 hours and it has to get to cold storage with it. Like there is an, there is an immediate, uh, not, that's not the immediacy. Right that's not even a word. There is, <laughs> There, yeah, there is like an immediacy to like need to have this canister not get lost because if the canister gets lost, it's going to be like we can't succeed with the mission because we're the time is of the essence. So I do hope that whoever finds this can, because we know the can comes back in Dominion, we've seen it in photos, right? Well, um, I mean, we know that they sent of, it out there at some point, but. To what degree that it right. actually plays into the movie, I don't know. You know, who knows? Okay, we know that like they were using it for reference for something at least. It was like, hey, we need to see yeah, the can yeah. or something like that. We need to have it on set or something. And so, like, we know that the can plays a role. But again, if it's just like they, well, yeah, loosely I mean, forget just just like they just like they forget between the Lost World and Jurassic Park three where the big dinosaurs live on the island, like or the most like. There's a complete switch as to where carnivores or dangerous dinosaurs live between the Lost World and Jurassic Park 3. And, like, it's so bothersome as a fan. Like, this would be on that same level for me where it's like, dude, no, the can has a time limit. Like, whatever story you have to tell, tell within the time frame of 36 hours. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't know if this thing can rust under mud for 36 hours. Maybe. I, I don't know. But... It does seem like it has to play a role into Dominion because of this, you know, this advertisement. Why would they make this if it didn't play a role into that movie? You know, like why would they make a They did something can? similar for Fallen Kingdom. They they made a rusted one? No, I mean Barbasol for the last I think two movies has always I has think, just put dinosaurs on there. Yeah, I think for Fallen for... Kingdom I have them over there. There's blue and I think the Indoraptor. I don't know if there were others others i think maybe just those two um but yeah i think they usually just do dinosaurs on there but this time we literally get this can that we see here in camp cretaceous and it doesn't say camp cretaceous on it okay it has it has the jurassic world dominion logo and the rusted can like it's it is rusted fully rusted on here so like how it has to tie into dominion it has to tie into camp cretaceous is there a chance that like we do get a, a thing because uh, the Dominion movie comes out first. Maybe we get to see a portion of a flashback and then maybe the flashback picks up here. Or if this completely dispels everything and this is found in 2016, that, like you said, that is extremely unfulfilling and upsetting because like like we said, there are so many stories to tell I th- or, or at least a story to tell here that you know mm-hmm. follows up like Jurassic Park the game or you know like how they followed it up pretty quickly there there is a story to tell there 
And if you if you pick this can up in 2016, you ignore everything. Um, and based off that last uh, the video, right, that has well, it's not going to load now for some reason, but it it showed um, you know the dinosaurs here, Toro and Limbo or or whoever that was. There, those are Nublar dinosaurs, and we also do see at some point in this trailer that uh, there's somebody stepping off of a boat, which most likely is Darius's brother, Brandon Brand, uh, stepping off of uh, a boat onto... I can't find it here. For some reason, it's not loading. Um, maybe my internet's terrible. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, that's just literally not even playing at all. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, so we, we know that, um, well, I guess we know, but Aaron might not know. <laughs> there might be somebody coming to look for them. And uh, it does look like his brother. That's fine. Darius's brother is on the way. Ah, it's not literally not even loading for some reason. But... Um, wasn't it didn't like, like I feel like that was the end of season three, right? The end of season three was like Darius's brother was like, oh, he's alive or something. Oh, was it season three? I thought it was season four. No, it was season four, man. I think I saw that. Okay, well, yeah, because a call goes through to his brother, and his brother picks up for like a second and a half, and he's like, Darius, where he's alive? So the first thing the brother would do would be to go to Nublar, right? He's not. I don't think he's triangulating a signal here to go to some random island. You know, Manicor Island. Um, I think he's going to go straight to Nublar right. because that's the last place he knows his brother was. Um, so he shows up on Nublar. We also have these guys taking dinosaurs, which seemingly taking them off of Nublar. We do see a ship in this teaser trailer um, that looks like it has these automated vehicles leaving the ship. Probably with, you know, it's like big vehicles that look kind of like this thing, just like going off the, the ship and onto the island which is most likely Manicor Island, just transporting them from Nublar to Manicor. And so there's a chance that somebody goes to Nublar and finds this can, which would be very disappointing to me. I, that would be, that would just be so upsetting. And if if Dominion says otherwise, and, and maybe that's the point in time where Canon is gone. That could be the point in time. Maybe these two things don't work together. But for now, we have to wait and see. But um, I'm going to assume they tie together. So, so I don't know. The only saving grace, the only saving grace we have, because is the saving grace we have for the films, mm -hmm. is that the can, the can was Spielberg's initial way to fuel the sequel. He has admitted yep. this. Yep which means he has a story in mind for what was going to happen for Jurassic Park 2, regardless of Crichton. He had an idea. And I'm wondering if like we maybe see the spark of that idea. And like if Spielberg went to the trouble yeah. to be like, look, the can has 36 hours. Like he knew this. He was part of the writing process. So he know like Spielberg knew the can had to be retrieved within 36 hours or whatever the time frame was. I guess, um, yeah. So I feel like hopefully it's like Spielberg was like, well, I like, look, I, I, I it's, if they just ignore the time frame, I'm going to be super bummed. And I agree with you. It's like, yeah, if they go to the new bar and they find this, it's going to be so disappointing. But whatever. yeah, you're right. You're right about Spielberg. Hopefully he has, you know, he put that idea out there into Colin's head. I love the, I love the story that like 
yeah, he he obviously laid this as a, a sequel idea. And then he's like, hey, Michael, can you write a sequel to this movie or to this story? And then Michael writes a, a <laughs> and story. And Michael Crichton ignores it. He ignores that, right? He ignores that portion. He just like, he makes his sequel. And then Steven makes the movie, which also ignores the book. So it's like this big circle of ignoring everything. <laughs> he, okay, but I mean, I know you're in the middle of the book club or you finished the book club. No, we've, like, we come finished on. He does the, not yeah. ignore it. He, he, come he does on. not ignore he, the book. He, that. I mean, oh, there's so much that is completely different. There, there are spurts of like things that tie in <laughs> to the movie, but like there's so much that's different. And uh, yeah, there yeah. really is. There, there really there, is a totally different. But yeah, that, but that's, that's okay. That means we get that means we get cool things. Like so exactly. much of what we've gotten in the in the Jurassic World trilogy is stuff that got scrapped from uh the lost world yeah you know or or the, the sales motorcycle and... raptor sequence you know mm-hmm. um yeah the motorcycle yeah. raptor sequence for one like that's definitely a lost world sequence um now you imagine it actually was a... gonna be in the movie and they scrapped it imagine there's a sequence in this we've seen Maisie right in some sort of cage which i don't know what it is or anything but like imagine it's like that rb sequence where like He's getting, which I never yeah. really understood. How is he getting dragged by like Raptor in this case? Like, I don't know. I don't really understand it. But like, I'm like reading it. Like, I don't get it. But like, okay, I'm visualizing it, I guess. Um, but imagine that comes to life like in Dominion as like she's getting like, you know, taken around in this cage, like just like that. That would be crazy. But for real, the one thing from the books I want to cross over, and I've said this a bunch, but I want Grant to poison those Atrociraptors with eggs. He has to. Me play. too. He's, he he's, has to. Right. He like, has to do it. How how can we go six movies and not get Alan Grant poisoning eggs to kill it raptors? Basically, and, and like you're talking about controllable it's dinosaurs so, it's that set like, up. dude, it's set up. He's yeah. at a lab. There's yeah. gotta be some eggs there. I know. Try- well, no, in Malta well, we don't know, but like, well, still, like, the thing is, we don't see any indication that Atrociraptors make it to this Biosyn location where this lab is or whatever. Yeah. But like, it it does like the formula fits, and maybe there's a portion where they die off. Like, I would just love to see that so much. Uh, I hope I really hope that that happens, but probably be disappointed. But that is a big moment where I'm like reading the the book, doing the book club over the past two books. It's like that is the one moment that stood out the most to me of something I want to see crossed over. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, uh, is there anything else? Not too much else from this this uh, teaser, but the big thing is this can. And I'm just I hope they don't do us wrong here. I hope so too. Um, I don't know how you want to do this, but just check your check your Slack. I sent you a link to something. If you don't want to talk about it this week, we don't have to. But I forgot about this. I don't oh. know if you cared. No, that's okay. We can skip okay. that. We'll talk about it another time or or skip it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm actually more intrigued to finish season four now than <laughs> I have been. I hope, I hope, so, you know, we'll I hope I talked you into it a little bit. I mean, I, look, I get it that it's not everybody's thing, but like, you know, it it's technically, it is a kid's show, but I think they do 
they do make it uh, available to everybody out there that wants to enjoy it. Um, yeah, you have to like suspend some, you know, belief a little bit when you see Ben riding a dinosaur, but uh, I don't know. You know, there's little things here and there that you have to s- suspend your disbelief, uh, whatever that phrase is. Suspend your think, disbelief. I think or whatever. what you said. Yeah. Oh, I hit something on Facebook, and now Facebook Messenger is like copying my text. No, so like I think like <laughs> what you said earlier about like about Ian or whatever Grant being like, is that a raptor on your back? Like, yeah. we're bringing together two completely different eras of Jurassic, where it's like the fantastical is, or like the. There's no reason to think that, like, if you were camping, right, and your dog, like, maybe, like, broke its leg or something, there's no reason to think that you couldn't figure out a way to strap it to your back and yeah, take yeah. it with you <laughs> to, like, you know, like, like to civilization and, like, help it, Yeah, you know, but like fixed. Yeah, the fact is, like, you have these two different, like, mindsets coming at something, and I love that, like, that clash right there. It's, like... It's so funny to me to see like these two things battling each other. Ian's just like, I would never do anything like that. They brought it into a trailer once, and I was like, No, what are you doing? Uh, no. So yeah. I love, I yeah. love, I love this. You know, these two things. But you know, that's a good metaphor for like the movies and Camp Cretaceous. It's like two things coming together that maybe clash at times, but don't necessarily say like. You know, this isn't canon or this is canon. It's just it just works together. I think it works together. And we have to stop being so like hardened about canon, what is and what isn't. Just like have fun with it, man. Like I don't really care at this point what works or doesn't. You know, like it, I'm I'm right. we're at the end of the saga here. You know, I want to I just want to enjoy it and and have a good time. So, um, yeah. But I think that about wraps it up for our our conversation here for the Jurassic Wire. For what month is it? April. Because uh, it's at the end of the month. Uh, yeah. We get one week of yeah. April. You know, we get the April conversation. Uh, but thank you so much. Uh, it's been a, this has been a long one. We we did get through it though. We two and a half hours. Uh, we did a decent job with all these that's topics. Not bad. That's a that's yeah. a short wire. That's a short wire. <laughs> all right. So uh, with all their extra time out there, all the listeners, what can they? Where can they find you with all that extra time? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Aaron D. Byer. You can find me on Instagram at the Aaron D. Byer. <laughs> what? What? Uh, when does this come out? Literally tomorrow. Like tomorrow. This, today. Tomorrow. Yes. Oh, <laughs> like I can't tonight. tell you. I can't tell you what I've been working on. Um, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I can't tell you what I've come, been working no, on. No, it Maybe literally. On. It comes hold out. On. It's supposed to come out in eight minutes. We gotta move. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go, go. <laughs> um, yeah, just follow me for what's coming next. I'm pretty excited about the next the next thing I've got going on. So uh, I'm excited. We're follow, all excited to up, learn. Go talk to me. So <laughs> awesome. Well, I think uh, I can say I just I just don't want to say it. Right no, yeah, don't don't get yourself in trouble. Uh, that's why I was like, I looked at these Barbasol cans. I'm like, can I reveal something that everybody's already seen already? But they said the 25th, so I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Um, But anyway, thank you so much for watching, everybody. Thank you for joining me. And, uh, hey, uh, May 
we'll probably have a lot of fun stuff to talk about. I'm, I'm excited to see what else happens out there. How much more is going to be spoiled by May? Um, How many we'll more one step closer. toys am I buying between now and the next Jurassic Wire? Lots, lots, lots. You got a, you got a, a place to fill. You got, you got some. I see some wall space. You can put up some shelves and and uh, put a few dinosaurs on there. It'll be all good. Gosh, I can't even imagine <laughs> the greatest room ever constructed. So, uh, have a good have a good night, man. I know this comes out in in eight minutes. So. Oh nope, six minutes now. We got we got to move. All right, <laughs> bye everybody. Got <laughs> See ya. Thank you so, so much for listening to the 319th episode of the Jurassic Park podcast. My voice is getting a little raw here. I think I talked way too long with Aaron. Sorry, Aaron. But thank you to Aaron for joining me once again for another Jurassic Wire. I always love, oh, there goes my watch. I always love these segments. It's so much fun to chat with Aaron. And uh, I'm glad we got to do it because there's so much uh, changes going on in Aaron's life out there. So I'm glad we had the chance to uh, record about this uh, this news. So thank you again to Aaron. Thank you all for listening to this episode. I know it's been very long, but I really, really appreciate each and every one of you listening. And if you've gotten this far, extra credit to you. Um, please uh, check out our rewatches that we're going to be doing for Jurassic Park and all the other films uh, as we lead into Jurassic World Dominion. Again, thank you to Mattel and to Barbasol for sending that stuff our way. And check out our show notes. There's a lot of fun stuff in there this week. We really, really appreciate you uh, being an active listener, an active part of the community. So thank you so, so much. But that's all I have for you. So please be sure to stay safe out there. Be kind to each and every person that you come into contact with. That is the most important thing. And as always, enjoy. I'm going to go ahead and hand it off to myself for the outro. Take it away. Saddle up, let's get this movable feast underway. Be sure to give us a follow over on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod, and myself, at Brad Jost. Also on Facebook and Instagram, at Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to join the Jurassic Park Podcast group on Facebook. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So be sure to follow along. Also, don't miss our live streams, toy hunts, reviews, in-depth bonus content, gameplay, event and theme park coverage, and much more on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We will read your reviews at the end of most episodes, so be sure to spare no expense. Find us on the web at JurassicParkPodcast.com, where you'll find today's episode's show notes, articles, contributor bios, and so much more. If you want to get a hold of us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or send emails to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. We're always looking for new segments, contributors, mailbag submissions, or anybody who just wants to say hello. Feel free to call our voicemail line at any time to leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Make sure to be kind to everybody and stay safe out there. Thanks for listening and enjoy.
this moment to earn.